Hi, everybody. Welcome to Hot Singles, a music podcast. I'm Autumn. I'm joined, as always, by Alexis. Hello. And, of course, Buchanan. What up? Uh, we're just talking about some fucking rap music this time. <laughs> yup. We are doing that. I just like rap music, and I was like, oh, what if we did a rap music episode? We've never done one of those before. We've, we've never, <laughs> not, never in our entire lives. <laughs> um, specifically, we are going to be doing um, three pretty recent records. First up is <clears throat> For an Exchange by uh, RX Poppy and Good um, of uh, Drain Gang, um, or Produces for Drain Gang. Anyway... Yes, uh, second, he, he the, is of Drain Gang slash Sad Boys. He's he's done production for all those guys. Okay. Second is um, uh, uh, Sick by Earl Sweatshirt. And third is Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar. So just new stuff, you know? <laughs> I like yeah. new shit. The, the, Me, the uh, fuck, too. Just, just some random albums. Any albums you could have picked out out of a hat, you know? Just some random albums. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but if that's all ma- the preamble um, yeah i mean we're making noises already i think we better just sort of smash away in here <laughs> yeah let's talk about the totally light-hearted fun breezy album for an exchange <laughs> good luck trying to pick like a record uh like an intro record to this that does not like bum the listener out immensely <laughs> I used to wake up in my room in the morning, put on my dirty shoes in the morning. Heard mama crying last night, think the lights finna go out. Only thing my mind is hitting the leg. A nigga in prison for doing some shit, say I'ma go to prison for doing some shit. Only thing my mind is booming a bitch. 12 Star Street, I hated that out. I learned early on being a man about. My mama ain't never buy me shit. I sold drugs and ride for all my shit. Mama said, baby, that was years ago. I'm stressed about shit happened years ago. This shit would take a bitch years to know. I cried in the cold till my tears was froze. I hit a lick to help my mama out. Fuck my mind, don't want to kick me out. How the fuck you gonna send me out to the street? How the fuck you gonna say I can't come home to sleep? How the fuck I come out your pussy? You choose your husband like you knew that nigga before me. How the fuck you gonna turn your back on me? How the fuck you gonna leave me flat on E? How you gonna do that knowing they kill my dad? You supposed to be my mom and my dad. I wish that fucking house would burn down. I couldn't tell you then, but shit, I'll tell you now. For so many years, I held it down. I never in my life wanted to sell drugs. I would've been cool with playing games and shit, but instead I'm running with the gang and shit. Robberies done turned into shootings. Yo, son done did it. Gang and shit. It'll take a year to explain this shit. Stay safe, we stay dangerous. Took my brother that fucked me up. Park at the park, they fucking me up. Thousand perks later, still don't do none. Shit's barely working, supposed to make me numb. Had flashbacks when I was young. Bitches used to laugh and call me a bum. I was with Face Shot, my first gun. Before Neo and Jelly, I was the one. My mom ain't seen, but the streets did. Said I wouldn't be sick, streets made me shit. Going through withdrawal got me sick. I'm stressed back to back, I'm about to flip. Don't look at me funny, you don't know shit about me. Stood on the block with dreams of an out. Had a nightmare sleeping in my house. A nigga caught me lacking and pulled me out. Big ass pistol to my mouth. And it happened in front of 12 South Street. I mean, the, the, okay, so. I'll say, like, the, the, the vibe on this, like, the, if you were only here for the beats, you'd have a wonderful time. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful time. You're not just here for the beats, and therefore it's, like, deeply distressing. Um, Boo, do you want to, like, lead us off? This was your pick, so. Uh. RX Poppy can rap over fucking anything. <laughs> if, if you need an intro to RX Poppy, it's that he has gone through a lot of shit to get here and he can rap over 
anything. Literally anything. Uh, Poppy and Good, a uh, good uh, Swedish producer uh, for uh, Young Lean, Blade. Uh, you know, the, the orbiting uh, uh, Sad Boys, uh, Shield Gang, uh, Drain Gang, all those guys. Like, orbiting around that sphere. I don't know how these guys linked up. I think it's just because they're, like, the two realest guys in the room at any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, sounds about right. <laughs> but it's... They they got a tape, uh, Foreign Exchange. It was... Uh, it's it's one of my favorite records, I think, ever. Like, I'm, th- I'm thinking about it. Yeah, uh, I'm, I might be there with you. I might be there with you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I hadn't put it on an old time list, but damn, it's fucking good. So, yeah. It is. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm here with you. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is a... I mean, it's RX Poppy, so it's going to be a distressing listen i think um but it's the it's we we start on 10 uh for the fucking oh, yeah. opening Man. here 12, 12 stout street is a bummer okay so i i should like start this just by saying like i have listened to poppy but mostly what he guests on other stuff i'm yes. way more familiar with a uh, nephew um mm-hmm. and so i like put on foreign exchange thinking it would sort of be in the same sort of like kind of comedic headspace that like um nephew operates in and so 12 stout street knocked me on my fucking ass yeah, <laughs> yeah <it's>... <laughs> <laughs> 12 stout street is one hell of a song it is it is it's a two of the most intense so minutes of rap music i've ever heard straight up like yes and then, like, it's so bizarre. Like, I love this beat. I love this beat so much. It's mm-hmm. it's got this incredible balance between the like blown out, overwhelming, like spectral, like fill, like fill your brain with bright lights thing. Like, it, it feels a lot like a a new old Clams Casino in my mind. But no mm. kick drum, no bass, no nothing. It is it. So many moments on this record sound like they're floating in a way that makes any other rap artist or hip hop producer who makes beats that you might want to describe as floating just like laughable. Um, this this is the record that sounds like it's fucking floating. Yeah. Um, um, it, oh, sorry, I, you go, you go, you go. Yeah, no, just, the 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 songwriting is fucking incredible. Just like this top yeah. line and the the harmony part is just it's just so fucking good. It's kind it's of bonkers. good. Um, and yeah, and then the way the puppy comes in is like, <clears throat> so describing it as intense is a weird one. Like, I don't think it's intense in the sense of like, this track there- still doesn't like make me feel like I, Pappy is clipping almost all the time. Yes. Pappy is distorted. He's up front. He's compressed to shit. It is like mm-hmm. in your face, like physically, he's- like in it, proximity uh, on, to you as this- a listener. Yeah. On this track in particular, he's very reverbed out as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I it's 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 intense is loaded. I think that that is a I think that's a particularly loaded phrase because it's the um, the there is there is like a very helpless anger um, being broadcasted across a lot of this record, but like on Twelve Stout Street, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the uh, um, 
you know, it's like the 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 traditional like East Coast uh, like rap right now is to like do the like multiple like it's record a new take for every line and just like have them overlap like on yeah. a on like an offbeat situation. Mm. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, the fucking that, I rules. Mean the, I mean, the, again, this is this is a track like the, a, a, like as a style. American Terrorist just like defines this for me. Like mm-hmm. every single line, a punchline delivery. Every single line, overlap in the next. Every single line, like. Uh, the, like a, a moment into itself. It's incredible. Yes, we don't talk absolutely. enough about how American Terrorist might be the greatest song ever, but that's fine. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm uh, I'm willing to uh, I'm willing to agree on that notion. <laughs> we also talk about it a lot on this podcast. I feel like, but I still just I want to reiterate that I fucking love American Terrorist. They yeah. say Jesus was a nephew. You know what I'm saying? They do say that. They say it all the time. That's they crazy. Say it over and over again. I'm reading the Bible like, what is this? <laughs> uh, so it's, I guess the, um, a 12 Stout Street strong opener. It's like it, it's, we just, we, we, we stay in that space. It's like just constantly, constantly like confession after confession of yeah. like anger, uh, like sorrow, <clears throat> hatred, like guilt, um, if if you guys don't know like our ex Poppy story, first of all, go listen to fucking go listen to this record, uh, mm-hmm. dummy. Uh, <laughs> secondly, it's uh, uh, our ex Poppy's father passed away when he was four, uh, and shortly after that, uh, his mom started seeing another person who ended up being her husband now, and uh, it's that that is that's difficult on any kid anywhere, but like in like. In Rochester, uh, like upper state, like pretty lower class, that uh, that that's hard. Like it's because you, right. it's you, it's he's got an interview saying he's like he's try he he spent a lot of his like childhood trying to prove himself as a human being to his mom. Mm-hmm. So it's like he he was trying to provide for her uh, by like breaking into houses and stuff, uh, doing gang shit. Um, but and like then he like fell super heavy into like the drug trade. And whatnot, and he—it's—he's not a—he's not a like it's—I don't think he's ever said if he's like ever like gotten out of that or anything. But uh, like it's—he's in a much better place, I think now. Like it's in part because like he's—he's he's very confessional with like his mm-hmm. personal life on this record. Like he—you uh, get the sense that like all of this has been painful for him but it's he's like sloughing it off his shoulders basically um right. and, and basically every interview he did like before and after this record he's like oh my mom's like my best friend now like it's i i tell my mom everything <laughs> Uh, that's good i i'm really glad for him because i definitely like walked away from this record like man this is rough <laughs> it's i i i think uh i think there is there's a there's an emotional aspect to Goods Beats, obviously. Like there's there's like that sort of a like. Uh, th- this is something that like uh, uh, like pre Blade going all Gnostic, uh, uh, like <laughs> Drain Gang and Sad Boys uh, did really well. Where it's like they 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 made uh, negativity very very beautiful. I think mm-hmm. where it's. And it's, I mean, like, it's, uh, like, Lean and Blade's lives are not, like, 
they're they're not dandy. They're not perfect. It's like mm-hmm. I, I think we've all read that lean fader profile. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's like it's good Sherman, uh, white armor. Like all these guys are able to make that sound so uh, like delicate and beautiful. Uh, and that's why I think like this is they, these these guys are an unlikely duo, but they are like phenomenal together. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I start off talking about the beats because the beats just like fucking capture me. Um, yes. Like the, the genies are just having like kickless at least beats. Um, just having the space for like the concentration to be built around the like. Yeah. There, there is nothing tying it down. It feels like it could just fly off into the sky at any fucking moment. It is... Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it's it got that, like, incredibly wide-eyed, like, overburdened, like, burned, like, seared into... Um, what, what's, what, what's the fucking... You know, like, when you get film burned. Like, it feels, like, super overexposed in the yes. best way. Um, and, yeah, like... It, that kind of like goes to the emotional tenor of the whole thing like it's it's like the audience is given the burden of like staring directly at this like burning hot like like the emotional like fury and a really impotent emotional fury that's like a horrible horrible thing to just like keep your attention on um but it's so fucking compelling because he does it so fucking well (laughs) yeah I um it's, it's, like, really hard to, like, put into words in some ways because, like, like lots of rappers write very confessional and very, like, angry music, but, like, I've never heard anybody rap like Poppy, and it is because of those things that I, I, it's so hard to, like, put words to, like, what he is doing that is so, like, different and so just, like, like when I'm listening to these songs, like, this is all I'm fucking doing. I'm not, like, walking nowhere. Like, this is, like, what I'm fucking listening to, you know? Um, And so, like, there's just a... I don't know. I just think he's, like, an exceptional songwriter in a way that I'm, like, really having a hard time, like, putting into words even. But, like, I just think he's fucking incredible. (laughs) Yeah, it's... I I don't know how you... uh, I don't know how you would... uh go like my it's like th- this is just a good ass record i yeah. think i i just i love it a lot um it's god this shit i'm just like i'm like looking at like the lyrics to like this shit now i'm like dude god damn man it's the it's the audi lines for me man it's yes oh man <laughs> yeah like it's fucking wild that we've got on this on this list, we've got three albums, and the Earl Sweatshop record is the one that deals with like trauma, the least. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I like, mean, we'll it, get to it, but bad. I was really glad to just hear Earl spitting. Yeah, no, yes. I mean, we'll, we'll get there. Um, but but yeah, we'll get like, there. The, the, this is there's something in the in the same sense about the like the ease with which it just dips in and out of the most like. You think for a minute about any individual line in a trailer to South Street, and it's just like got the depth of weight of um, like years of genuine horrible, sh- horrible shit, like mm-hmm. hiding behind it. And he is so clean about just like again as part of the production style, like each line is a moment. Each line is a moment you could invest hours of thought and time and attention into. 
and he's immediately building a new one for you that is like either a complete flip of it or like it's polar opposite or something that just like deepens it but in an entirely different direction like they like the, the accumulation in this is just like so brisk because he's so good at piling up single individual lines that like hit real fucking hard one mm-hmm. on top of the other and the the, 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 like, the the one for me doing that is the Audi lines sit in the bottom of dreams of an Audi had an eye sleeping in my Audi like just simple as simple as that and it like builds like so much depth to the pulse of his world yeah like another one that really hit for me is um teflon dawn which i think is like the most just like flexing song on the record and even that will have like just sudden detours into like she still smoked crack even though she had three strokes next line i'm going back to flexing you know yeah like (laughs) (sighs) um also, it's uh, every single song on this record has a I walk in this bitch like, etc. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Where it's it's he's using that as a as a way to like posture to like grandstand himself to like make himself like bigger. Yeah. Uh, and like the the very last line of this uh, on this record on Liar track eight. It's he goes like I walk in this bitch. I don't want to like he's <laughs> just it's he doesn't want to do this shit anymore. It's so good. It's so good. <sighs> is is Liar also the one where he's talking about like wanting a record deal but like not wanting a record deal because the shit's hard? Uh no. Or is that the, seven? It's, it, it's him being like I think that might be seven. It's Raquel, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh no, that's that's him. Like that, that's the arguing with his girl uh, record. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. Oh, it's a uh, sorry. It's I I have in my notes here. It's on still into hood. Uh, top rope, Spike Dudley with a leg drop. It's I. You guys are not. Uh, you guys are not uh, super like wrestling guys. Sadly, uh, no. You're gonna need, uh, you're gonna need uh, a paper slack on this one. It's uh, Spike Dudley is like the the skinniest and weirdest looking guy ever, and he. Uh, okay, okay. Spike Dudley, Google image search live react coming up. <laughs> he was the, he was uh, he was like one of the legends of ECW Extreme Championship Wrestling, manned by the one and only Paul Heyman. Oh man, this is this is a this is a fucking ass nerd. wrestler. That's uh, he is a sorry he is not, an not old... post but this is a this is a punk pop ass wrestler. Yes, a, uh, it's... A, a, I can't fucking speak a a punk pop ass wrestler. Yeah, that's uh, yes, one. it's a he was he was like a super mid card it's a super underlooked talent, but also he was just raw as fuck. Yeah, uh, like he he put on like the most ridiculous matches ever. Anyway, that 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 was like the only thing I had in my notes about uh. <laughs> Uh, oh, also, uh, walked in like King of the Hill, Draco sound like Boomhauer. Yeah, uh, I, I was going to say, I never take notes for this for these shows, but um, the one thing I did is, like, I, I wrote down somewhere, like, make sure you talk about walked in like King of the Hill, Draco sound like Boomhauer. <laughs> I was like, I got to mention that, because that's so fucking good. That shit is so hard. <sighs> um, I, I'll just like the production beat, because I think Split Decision might be the, the track with the, like, the least lyrical stuff going on in it but the intro is just like one of the 
the best things on the whole record to me. Yeah. Um, that just like it just like pitch shifting, twisting into like infinity. I I fucking sense me every single time. Um, yeah, th- this record slaps. This record fucking rules. Um, I I want to give him a hug. I want to give the dude a hug. Oh, uh, oh, another another thing, just to quickly touch on, um, is like about his delivery. Um, the very first time I like listened to this, I wasn't looking at the track list or anything. I was like, wow, he's got a lot of guests on here. And then I realized none of those are guests. He just like does different voices. <laughs> <laughs> he just yep. he just sometimes is like I'm gonna sound like a different dude all of a sudden. <laughs> yep. I mean Fucking like rock. that's it's, you you gotta you really you really really gotta sometimes. Yeah. Um, <sighs> let me find the yeah. Autumn, let's vamp. Oh wait, wait, Drake, <laughs> did you find it? Drake going off the boom 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 boom. Like, yeah. As Hell a single yeah. moment, that just yeah. Um, d- again, delivery like. The pressure in his delivery, every single fucking line. Um, it feels like he's sandblasting the mic. It's incredible. Um, I think he's one of the best. It's really funny. He makes Kendrick sound kind of weedy. It's it's he kind of blows him out of water slightly, going back and forth between these these couple of records. <laughs> um, yeah, it's record rules. <sighs> it's it's. I had uh, I had not thought about it until you said it, Boo. But this absolutely like this is one of the best rap albums I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> like it's it's really sick. Like it's really sick. Um, I think I think um, until we were talking about it, because now I'm just like scrolling through Genius and like looking at lyrics. I like I mentioned at the start, like I was like, oh, um. At the start, I was like, I was expecting this to be as comedic as, like, Nephew is, and 12 South Street, like, <clears throat> kind of flipped that. But as I'm, like, scrolling through the lyrics, I'm like, man, there's, like, so many jokes in here. I got, like, focused on, like, the um, confessional shit, but there are just, like, so many fucking I, good that, jokes. That's that's kind of what, like, life is for for Poppy and like so many other like disenfranchised people where it's like okay this like like the most horrible shit in my life happened to me when I was a kid but it's you gotta keep doing this shit mm-hmm. like that's that's that is what rap is about that's what life is about yeah it's that's why I really love this record I think it, it gets to like both of those at a at a like very clear and concise uh like it's it's so precise about it I think yeah, like I, I think clear and precise are like absolutely like the best words to describe it. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> <sighs> God damn man. Uh, I think that that was basically all I had about foreign exchange. To yeah. be completely honest, yeah, it's just it's yeah. super direct. It's twenty minutes long. It's gonna be about the most like, it's gonna be the coolest fucking twenty minutes of rap music you're gonna hear this year. Like, yep. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Uh is it cool to just head straight on to oh? I think yeah. so, yeah. All fucking right. Huh. 
I'ma need a bigger bag for the cohort. Trying to make a millionaire out of slum dogs. Bet that head crack blunt force. Cozy with the East Africans up north. Where seven make a three turn a ten by law. Crescent moon wink when I blinked, it was gone. Left the crib, smack no sheath on the sword. Made it by the skin on my teeth, thank God. Oh three, mama rocking Liz Claiborne. How to stressing up the wall, playing Mary J songs. Rainy day came, current rinse the stains off. Long way to go, we already came far. Story stayed the same, it was never made up. Threw me loose change, look at what I made of it. When the mood change, I'm a poker face. It's a new day, who got all the aces? Who be folding late? Who know when to play dead? Who sit up straight when the roof caved in? Had a full plate, you ain't wanna split it. Told your teeth straight, you ain't wanna listen. Cup running through with a brim. Bust open, there's no closing the lid. Drum roll, and here go my little entrance. Gung ho, I'm the one that go get it. Five O's on me like the Olympics. Pure gold, something told me don't mix it. Caught a feeling, mama had me out temple. Not religious, we was really out Philly. Living on the fly, trying to wing it. We got us a fire to rekindle. Redirect the fight where it's meant for. Triumph over plight and immense loss. Right along at night, I get clear thoughts. Caught a couple slices and I veered off. Saw another height, had my ears popping. Walked outside, it was still gorgeous. Sharp insides was revealed slowly. In the dark inside, we was real hungry. On the seven of the five, we was real hungry. Uh, niggas still drumming. Foot shook ground when I stepped on it. Didn't look back when I broke soil. Cause every time I did, it would hurt more. In the dark inside, we was real hungry. On the seven of the five, we was real hungry. And I didn't look back when I broke soil. Cause every time I did, it would hurt more. Um, I guess I picked this record, didn't I? You did. Yeah. Um, who is who is Al Sweatshirt? <laughs> Autumn, answer this question right now. Answer correctly. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna assume that you listener don't know anything. That's a bad assumption for me to make, but I'm going to assume that. Um, mm. Earl Sweatshirt uh, started rapping when he was very young as part of the Odd Future Collective. Um, and that collective you've is to, since... You've gone into full-on NPR reporter voice. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing sick to all songs considered. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, Odd Future, really not a, uh, I almost called it Odd Sweatshirt. (laughs) They sell those. Odd Future, not really a thing anymore. Kind of a thing, but not really. But, um, uh, Earl has just, like, kind of continued on his own bullshit for years and years now. Um, he, um has trended toward getting more and more introspective with like each record and um i think this record like i think his newest album sick has that i also think sick has the most man earl's just back to rapping in a long Mm -hmm. time (laughs) Mm -hmm. um i missed doris dude yeah (laughs) this this album made me feel like that again (laughs) oh fuck doris is so good so yeah like i think yeah 
I think Earl has made better records since Doris, but that is still like the one that lives in my heart. And so this feels like a synthesis of like early Earl and, and like the Earl of like some rap songs and I don't like shit, I don't go outside. Like this it's... feels like bringing all those things together um, over Alchemist beats that are fucking sick. <laughs> yes. I, uh, I, I, I have written it's like th this feels like a good, and it's like Earl had a kid before this record came out. I feel like yeah. that, that, that is an important, it's, we accidentally, it's, we, we started, uh, like it's, I feel like the theme of like around like the three records we picked is like sort of the relationship, like of like family and lineage and what you take with you and like how, mm -hmm. how like, uh, the various, uh, like personalities that we've, we've brought have reacted to those. Like with, with our ex, um, it's, it's about healing. Like it's, it's about trying to, recover from like it like beyond unfortunate circumstances and trying to trying to make beautiful art out of it and mm -hmm. with with earl it's like having his kid it's been it's been such like a it's been a big refreshing uh of his like his brain like if there, there's an interview where he's like it's like i don't care about shit that's not my kid anymore like i i just i really don't I, I love that for him because you could feel on the last couple records him caring about a lot of stuff that he was like, I wish I didn't care about this so yeah. much. Yes. You know, <laughs> it's it's so cool. like I, I saw an interview where Earl's like he called like his uh, he called this kid like little dude is just like running around. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm so happy for him, man. That, yeah. that 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 is that is what I felt through like most of this record. I'm like, I'm so I'm so happy where he's in a place where like it's. He can just he can hang out with his friends, uh, Zaloopers, Alchemist, Arm and Hammer, and <laughs> yeah, just my pal Alchemist, my my good friend Alchemist. Yeah, yeah. that's what um, <laughs> I texted the two of you a couple days ago. I was like, I was like, put on this record, and I was enjoying it. And then like while I was listening, I went and smoked a joint, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you said before like, I you said before I smoked the blunt. Yeah, this is good. So glad he's back again after it hits. Alchemist is the greatest producer of all time. <laughs> the specific record I was listening to was um, Tabula Rasa, which yup, like so perfectly encapsulates the thing you were just saying about like he's just hanging out with his buds, you know? He's oh. just making music. It's chill. <laughs> And it's good music. It's, it's fucking good. So, so like, this is the, this is the thing. Old friend is a one of the alchemist joints, right? Yeah. Uh, I think so. yes. So like, it goes from this like beautiful sweeping again, like entirely in this case beatless, alchemist like sorrowful like come to come to some like I feel like the emotional arc is like you know that I've been dealing with some shit and like Feet of Clay felt like a really scrappy way of trying to like work through what had like been like really sore and on the surface in some ranches. and it has alchemist cuts that I think are like mm -hmm. right in that lane of like I'm trying to find a stylish way of like a, like accommodating all of this stuff and holding it together in a way that's like aesthetically like tied together nicely and I don't really think it works mm -hmm. yet and this is like, old friend feels to me just like, a, okay, we're here. We're presenting the most stylish and accommodated version of all of my complex emotional stuff. And then 2010 hits and it's a fucking banger. It's a banger. It's incredible, incredible track. Man. And the, the, the art bubbles up and I just, yeah, I, I go fucking nuts on this track. Oh, it's so fucking good, man. 
it's I I it's I just wanted to I wanted to get like a uh I wanted to get like a field test uh before uh hopping in today about like it's where it's like the people that are most important to Earl's career, the rate your music uh review community <laughs> had to say about this record. Yeah. And all of them are like, "Oh, this is such a downgrade." Yeah. Like it's uh, th- this guy off. said th- this guy said it's too loud. Like the production is too loud. It's you are you Go are stupid. You're, you're dumb. You are dumb so as like, fuck. The best thing about this, 2012, the, the sorry, sorry, 2010, the first like time anyone got to know it was in the music video, right? And like, what well, like the music yes. video came out, and it's just him like looking, you, it, like his fashion sense has been upgraded fully. Like he is in like browns oh, yeah. and earth tones and like heavy knits, and he's in like stylish apart uh, like like. Stylish houses with views over nature, like he—it's he—he looked like a cab driver when he was wearing the odd future <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, like this man has found uh, his peace. How can you begrudge him that? Because it's given him the chance to make shit well, that sounds like this. I, I, I don't know about like fully no, no, finding no. peace. Okay, I yeah. think there's there's a lot of like really like oh man, like it's like lyrics on this. Like he's he is. It's, he's energized, I think is like is really yeah. important, but yeah. it, like it's yeah, it's he's talking about like the pandemic making things difficult um, and like other things happening in his life. But it's this is it, he it, he sounds hopeful. Yeah, like, like fundamentally, like which is really the thing that characterized the last era of Al was that like incredibly hazy, woozy disconnection. Like this is an album full of connection, even if it's like like really like strained in some places it's an album of just like he is right there in front of you he is like trying his best to communicate honestly and openly and being expressive and clear where like <laughs> thank you um thank you <laughs> well, well i you go because i'm gonna send a, a another image in just yeah. a moment so sorry yeah, just, just, just like <laughs> it, it feels like his entire like like the the stances he's taking the body language the the like emotional tone has shifted even if the content ha- hasn't and like, you were you were right to say like there was a bunch of stuff on some rap songs that was just like, the weight weight to the world that were pressing on him that he couldn't fucking deal with, and they might still well be pressing on him, but he just has like different sorts of orientations towards them, and they like just like, are right on the surface all the way through this. Um, the right at the end of Vision, there is the like sampled bit about like, what, how do you how do you talk to, about the world to your children like. How can you make our black children happy without any magic? Um, and like magic is a weird thing because like the part of the part of the like I'm not gonna say the magic of but like part of the thing that was so exci- exciting and like remarkable about some rap songs was that like weird hazy sense of nonlinearity that disconnection um, the way it started the way it like slip through all sorts of ambiguities. Thank you again, Autumn, for putting more pictures of Al in the chat. I was just... I'm... I was listening, but also I was thinking... I was watching the um, 2010 music video and thinking about how I've been listening to Earl so long that his hairline's gotten fucked up. <laughs> that is... Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I think that's why it's... I Autumn... I would it be fair to say that like we both have a parasocial like relationship with Earl Sweatshirt? Oh, absolutely! <laughs> it's like I like it's I like oh man, that's my guy. That, that's that, my... That... I listen to Oldie like once a week because I'm like these are my yeah. friends. <laughs> <laughs> these are my friends who I know. Uh... <laughs> 
Um, it's you. It's like you. You like see Mike G pull up in the Captain America visor. You're like, that's Mike G. That is my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Autumn is constantly just texting everyone. Everyone they know. I'm high and I'm by. No way. I'm straight to everyone all Wait, the time. I'm straight. Um, I will say though, Al probably does have a parasocial relationship with all uh, 2.2 million people following him on Twitter. So. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the We Read Earl's Twitter feed section of the podcast. It's, it's, uh, okay, this is, this is the, actually the most important thing that we need to cover. Uh, Earl, I don't, it's, for like, all of June, uh, Earl was like, firing off the, perhaps the, he, he's, he's always been a great tweeter. It's like, especially since like after, uh, uh, Feet of Clay yeah. came out, like he really, yeah, he, really he bumped it up. up. Yeah. But after, after, after Sick came out and after Kendrick dropped, like he just, he could not shut up. It's, it's a bad bitch in a duck outfit in line to get on this flight right now. I'm smitten. Um, <laughs> you so quirky and crazy, babe. I'm in the club right now with them bucky walkies <laughs> on. I'm never turning back. <laughs> I have a tweet that I haven't released that is so stupid, I feel it will rupture the space-time continuum irreparably. Drake shit, drop it right now, and I'm in Greece, y'all. Pray for me. <laughs> Yo, babe, would you be mad if I lived Sheck West right now? Be honest. <laughs> it's a baby with a fedora on right now where I'm at. <laughs> it's a baby with a fedora. It's, uh, and uh, my personal favorite, it's uh, Autumn, I feel like you're up there. I ain't gonna lie, Tyler, the creator, go so crazy. <laughs> Part of the part of the like having a parasocial relationship with Earl is like always kind of wondering like do Earl and Tyler hate each other now or is it like a chill? So sometimes I see tweets I'm like oh thank God oh thank God <laughs> it's it's like the 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 dickhead like fourteen year old in my brain goes like where's Earl where the fuck is Earl I'm gonna be <laughs> but it's like it's these guys these guys barely know each other anymore and that's just fine they're it's if they're still tight that's yeah. fine. <clears throat> Uh, it's also like uh, he 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 tweeted out like. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Don't nickel back when it's time to pickle back. Don't nickel back when it's time. <laughs> I'm gonna just apologize for this one in advance. Variety is the vibe of life. Heart eyes emoji. <laughs> Uh, and it's then like right after Kendrick dropped, like he he kept just saying like I love when you count me out, I love when you count me <laughs> out, being counted out one hundred, <laughs> like it's where is my hat? I am so dead ass. I had the best hat all day. Uh, Real men walk around heavily wooded areas shrouded in darkness. Yes, <laughs> this is this is the new energy. This is the new energy. I'm raw. I'm raw. Heart eyes emoji. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could beat most artists in a foot race. <laughs> Pl planning on not speaking at all tomorrow, hard eyes emoji. <laughs> and then uh, the next day, they're playing one, two, three, four by Feist out in the airport right now. I'm finna take a yes! shot. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that live and fucking on Feral. Yeah. Please tell Kel please tell Kellis I said hard eye emoji. Like Ayo. <laughs> Uh, can I finish up my point about the ending sample in Vision? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, sure, fine. Uh, I'm Whatever. sorry, I'm sorry. We could literally just read. To be honest, we, we no, should... No, it's... I, I love... I love this What's so the concept much. behind Earwax, God? Seems unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay, okay, Regs, you can you can get to yeah, your point. Surrealism and magic seem to be a really important thematic part of some rap songs. Um, that was the praise of what I said so far. Like confusion mm-hmm. and unreal, uh, like unreality, was just like a a cool part of like how he dealt with the world as it was in all its fucked upness. Um, and the response that he's like landed on is magic is only make believe, and our children do not need to grow up in a make believe world. You need to tell them the truth and help them with. Hey, uh, help make them feel proud of who they are. The magic of truth is much more powerful than the magic of make believe. Um, yeah, I love it. I also quibble with it. Like I, I feel like there is, like this isn't a simple denial of where he was previously because he wasn't just invested in just like nonsense. That wasn't some rap songs is hazy and woozy, but it's not nonsense by any fucking stretch. But I just love the way mm-hmm. it's like turns towards a real like concrete affirmation of like yeah this is the fucking situation we're in this is how we're going to deal with it um emotionally artistically interpersonally yeah it just it 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 works i love it yeah no it's like it's he like the magic of truth is more powerful than magic of make-believe like it's when when earl spent so much of his life with like like uh like even like without being a celebrity like being like a having such a high visibility to him it's mm-hmm. it's like making sure his kids are safe. Like it's making sure he's safe and like where he is, where he is. I assume is a feeling that only gets emboldened when you have mm-hmm. kids. Like yeah. Um, it's I I, I I took no qualms with it. It's I I think Earl's probably going to be a good dad if uh, oh, if, if you had to like ask me dad. on the spot. I think his his kid's going to start smoking weed age twelve, <laughs> but I think he's going to be an incredibly good dad. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, like I, I think could you, to, could you imagine? I think back to Sunday with like, uh, where's where's the fucking lion? It's in here somewhere. Uh, I'm just controlling F on the genius page for. No way, I where is it going? Burgundy, that's the one. Wait, 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 Sunday? No, I was thinking, I was thinking of a different track. I was thinking of Burgundy, and when that, <laughs> yeah, okay. and when the expectations raising because Daddy was a poet, right? Like, he knows. He fucking knows what the weight of parenthood is. Like, yes. he's written three albums yeah. about it. <laughs> More than yeah. three. <laughs> um, yeah. Earl has lived his whole life about it. <laughs> uh, no, it's I love this record a lot. If if you uh, if if you were to if if you uh, like somehow uh, listen to this podcast uh, like Earl Sweatshirt but haven't checked this one out, it's I think you should. It's yeah. If, if you if you heard it was weaker, it's. It, I mean, like it's it, like it's, it might. It's less it's emotionally hard to compare to some rap it's le- songs. Like, like it, it's, it's not it's, gonna. It is less emotionally yeah. devastating. Uh, but like some rap songs, like man, he could go the rest of his career never making an album as good as some rap songs, and I still think he'd have a great career. Like, no, no, yeah, no, no, great, like that's that's completely you could, fine. Uh, you could make twenty more albums, not quite as good as some rap songs. Like I don't know, that's fine. The, the <laughs> fucking, me, a, a side thing we did. Me and Marcy looked at the awful, awful Rolling Stone two hundred best rap albums list, and decided to re-rank it because that's a thing you can do just like while away a couple of evenings. The top four: mm-hmm. Mad Villain, Mad Villainy, J Dilla, Donuts, I'll Sweatshirt, some rap songs, Kendrick to Pimper Butterfly. Like I think that's four pretty fucking unimpeachable yeah. albums. Um, mm-hmm. like, I don't think there's, 
ever going to be an album that hits me emotionally in the same way some rap songs does. Like, I would be troubled if I'll ever made a record that hit me in the same way that some rap songs does. <laughs> like, it would be strange. The fact that this album does not surpass it is not to say it's like a failure because it's attempting something so mm-hmm. drastically different. It's in such a different emotional space. And like, treating your, your artists as like, spreadsheet mills like treating your artists as a failure if they don't hit number one instead of number four in your all-time ranking it's just like maniacal when you could like Mm -hmm. delight in this other person's joy or indeed like resolution to the biggest problems in their life like or the fact that they can just put out titanic and fire in the hole back to back at the end of the album and just like blow everyone to smithereens like i was thinking about like just do that I don't know. His whole career, Earl, has been compared to uh, MF Doom because they have sort of a similar yeah. flow. Um, and I have always thought that's like a pretty like facile comparison that sort of like undercuts like what Earl is doing. And on this record, I felt it because, you know, like we said before, like it feels like he's just with his friends making music, you know, like it feels like and, and that's like the thing that Doom was to me was like oh, he's just having fun making music and it's going to be all sorts of different things. And that's what Sick felt like. It's like, oh, this is going to be like, every song's going to be a little different, but it's all going to fit together. Um, it's just going to be like, you know, it's going to have its ups and downs. And yeah, I don't know. It's a great, great fucking record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so glad he turned into this version of himself. Like... Like I know, I know that like the emotional torment that needed to happen to give us some rap songs was like real fucking bad, but I'm glad that like mm. he like found a way to work through it artistically that was so satisfying and ended up with him, like, you know, producing this. Shit. <laughs> like, I'm glad that we get an old sweatshirt who is productive and cares about the music at the end of it. Absolutely, absolutely. I it's- definitely. Sorry, you go. Uh, I was I was just gonna say like it's 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 just nice to know that Earl's just like just gonna probably just keep putting out good shit with his good buddies and he has a kid that he loves so much. That's uh, that 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 is like basically the only thing that was going through my mind here. I was like, dang, like it's it's like it's there's still some shit that you got to get through, but it's yeah. like but that's real. Like it's that's like we all got to get through the like shit. Like it's you know, I'm just. Well, I, I, I kind of thought, like, after some rap songs, and, and, like, I don't like shit, I don't go outside, and then there's, like, kind of a long break before some rap songs, I'm like, oh, man, is he just gonna, like, stop putting out music or, like, put out, like, one album every, like, seven years or some shit, and it's gonna be, like, I was really glad to hear this record, um, and it's just, like, a normal album, you know? (laughs) There there was a moment when when, uh, Feet of Clay came out that was, like, I don't. I don't want to say worried, but it was just like, are we gonna turn like the 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 lane that some rap songs and the people around them, like the mics, the standing on the corners of the world, like the those people had like carved out in this like surreal, spacey, weird, like what, turn that sound into a lane that was now gonna get plumbed, um, and like mined out until it was bare, and like. That was a thing I was slightly worried about the feet of clay because it's not quite as remarkable as some rap songs, which is a pretty, pretty, pretty. Most things aren't as remarkable as some rap songs. I'm so glad he's found a way to just like move, <laughs> just like he's moved and is making stuff in a in a direction that like all works for him. It's just the best thing. Yeah, 
Okay, exhale. Whew. <laughs> right, I, mean, I, I need to uh, get up and stretch. We got we, we got some work to do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna mute my mic. I'm gonna go get a glass of water. Uh, I'm just gonna keep drinking my bottle of water right here. Here, it's. I'll get a new. I'll get a new snare for uh, for when uh, Briggs comes back and sees this. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just, you know. All of this. Okay, I'm not sure what BPM all that this is. All but... <laughs> Awesome. You should just play like piano improv over this that goes into uh, uh, what's the fucking uh, ba 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 that goes United into in United in Grief. <sighs> I should. That'd be a real fucking Kendrick ass move, just like introducing, like like making like some dumbass intro that like just totally subverts all the expectations. Shit, that's, that's a Kendrick fucking move. <sighs> I have more to say on that uh, mm. later, mm. but. Pull up my notes. Yeah, we're good, we're good. Keep that there. Keep that there. Cool. <laughs> Hello, I'm back. Count me out. I love when you count me out. Count, count, being counted out 100. 100. <sighs> Alright. Doing dastardly acts. Doing dastardly acts. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely just like he's just like getting a sandwich or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, th I think he's eating peanut butter off a knife. He's like, oh man, I'm cheating on my diet today. <laughs> uh. I hope you find some peace of mind in this lifetime. Tell them, tell them, tell them the truth. I hope you find some paradise. Tell them, tell them the truth. Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them your. I've been going through something. One thousand eight hundred and fifty-five days. I've been going through something. Be afraid. What is a bitch in a miniskirt? A man in his feelings with bitterness. What is a woman that really hurt? A demon you better off killing her. What is a relative making repetitive narratives on how you did it first? That is a predator in reverse. All of your presidents he with thirst. What is a neighborhood reputable? That is a snitch on a pedestal. What is a house with a better view? A family broken in variables. What is a rapper with jewelry? A way that I show my maturity. What if I call on security? That mean I'm calling on God for purity. I wanna get me a therapist, I can debate all my theories and sharing it, whoa Consolidate all my comparisons, humble enough because time was imperative, whoa Started to feel like it's only one answer to everything, I don't know where it is, whoa Popping a bottle with Claritin, whoa Is it my head or my arrogance, whoa Shaking and moving like what am I doing, I'm flipping my time through the Rolodex Indulging myself in my life and my music, the world that I'm in is a cul-de-sac The world that we in is just menacing, the demons portray the religionists I'm waking up one and another appointment, I hope the psychologist listening G-wagging away from, it was all for rap I was 28 years young, 20 million tax Bought a couple of mansions, chefs for practice 500 in jewelry, chain was magic Never had it in public, late reaction 50k to cousins, post a caption Pray none of my enemies hold me captive I grieve different I grieve different 
flow from she was a model dedicated to the songs i wrote in the bible eyes like green penetrating the moonlight hair done in the bun energy in the room like big bang for theory god hoping you hear me phone out the ring to tell the world i'm busy fair enough green eyes that her mother didn't care enough sympathize when her daddy in the chain gang my first brother got killed he was 21 i was nine when they put lamont in the grave heartbroken when i still didn't say goodbye chad left his body after we facetimed green eyes said you'd be okay first to a sex to pain away i agree different Practice 500 in jewelry, chain was magic. Never had it in public. Late reaction, 50k to cousins. Post a caption. Pray none of my enemies hold me captive. So what? Paralyzed the county building, controlled us. I bought a Rolex watch, I only wore it once. I bought affinity pools I never swam in. I watched King buy four cars in four months. You know the family dynamics on repeat. The insecurities locked down on PC. I bought a 223, nobody peace treat. You won't do through me, I smell TNT. Dave got him a Porsche, so I got me a Porsche. Paid lottery for it, I ain't wanted in Porsches. Poverty was the case, but the money wiping the tears away. I agree different. Everybody agrees different. Everybody agrees different. I agree different. Huh. I picked Miss Marl and the Big Steppers because it's a new Kendrick album. We've got to talk about the new Kendrick album. That was a fucking noise. Do you want to unpack that noise? <laughs> it's, the Buchanan Splice Pack is going to be momentous, I think. I uh, can't wait for it to turn up in seven different K-pop tracks. Um... <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Speak on it. Kendrick Lamar... Is a rapper from Compton in LA. Keys. I yep. never knew that part. That, I never heard that part before. He's from Compton, He's from really? Compton. I had no it's idea. It's not like he made several songs literally called that or shouting it out across his entire career. Um, he has put out a couple of mixtapes and then one. Uh, Section 8, a very good mixtape. And then one, two, three, four. Epoch defining rap albums? I think that's reasonable to say. Plus bits on the side. Kendrick Lamar is not the savior of rap music, but he might have some things to say about that. Um, he might also just be everyone's savior, but he might also have things to say about that. Um, <laughs> this is a moment. This is a new Kendrick Lamar album. First like, one in five years. First in five years. First after one that seemed to be like a big fuck you middle finger door slam on like people digging into his interiority. Um, also a big fuck you to people like projecting all sorts of shit onto him after To Pimp a Butterfly, another epoch defining album that like also effectively became the soundtrack to like most, well like the biggest social movement in modern American history. Mm hmm. 
and now he has to deal no, no biggie. biggie no biggie uh, <laughs> when alright is being like shouted in the streets after people get shot by police um, he has to deal with that and he deals with it by making Mr. Morale the big steppers after a couple years of you know pain confusion artistic block and I- yeah dealing with this shit if if I can speak honestly, I feel like every Kendrick record since uh, To Pimp a Butterfly has kind of been about the same thing. And, like, even uh, parts of uh, Good Kid, Mad City to an extent, which is, like, yeah, uh, like a, a very self-aware, like, whoa, 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 hey, wait a second, wait a second. I don't want to be hip-hop savior anymore. I don't want to do this. I gotta, I gotta, like, I gotta worry about my own shit because I'm fucked up. Yeah. Uh, where... This is the... You go, you go. Sorry. It's, he 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 spent. I mean, like, what's we all remember the control verse. Oh like, yeah. It's he. It's this. This was this was the hungriest guy in hip hop. I think like maybe ever. Uh, it's yeah, like it's he 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 was intentionally like trying to provoke everybody who he considered like the the older guard, and like it's. Like it's like it's, it's he put out a track. It's what was it? It was like the heart uh, part three, where he was just. Or it's like it's like, will you let hip hop die? Will you, Kendrick? Um, <laughs> it's where it's like he's so. It's he very much wanted this for himself, and uh, like these last three records have been him like dealing with the fallout of wanting that strongly uh, without like having other shit figured out. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, it, like, good kid, uh, uh, I think it's swimming pools, like, it's if I told you I killed someone at 16, would you believe me? Uh, mm-hmm. Butterfly, like, talks about that on, like, Black of the Berry, uh, XXX on Damn, like, it's Kendrick paying for what he believes is, like, gliding through guilt, uh, is, is a theme that he, he touches on, where he's like, I'm not any better than, like, people I dislike, is, is something that he said, but he, he is, like, fully internal on uh, morale and big steppers. Yeah, and, and there are a couple mm-hmm. of big moments, because it happens at a number of different levels now. Because one is the... Mm-hmm. Um, something like, I'm paraphrasing, like, people think I'm pro-black, I'm more Kodak black. Like, we'll talk about Kodak specifically in a bit. But, like, one is, like, yeah. my behavior is more, like, stuff that you would inevitably consider immoral, disgusting, disgraceful. Problematic. Yeah, hashtag problematic. The other one though is like um, uh, on is it worldwide steppers? Yeah, I like uh, because the what was it? The, the cholesterol was uh, like seeped into the. I can't remember the exact line, but because we were poisoning people with the food, we were providing them as a charitable service. Like there is something about the way that, that like all the things that are like revolve around guilt for him. Some are individual. Some are like moral. Some are personal. And some are about the way he's figured in culture, the way that he influences the world in a much wider sense. And that burden is something that he's had to take on. Like, um, there's a very big difference between like, promise you will, uh, promise that you will sing about me. Like that individual level thing. And then like the way of, like the way that he gets blown up to so much more than an individual in public consciousness, in like what he comes to represent and also just like his instrumentalization like again Dam is shot through with like samples of Fox News people using him um to like you know uh truncheon black culture 
Yes. Mm -hmm. I... It's if if we can like delve into the record yeah. proper to divulge off that it's Kendrick Lamar has always been like a big ideas guy in in rap like it's he's the the level of ideas that he likes to throw out it like in some cases like literally it's like interjecting with codas like beat switches like turning off like segments of the track to mm -hmm. to propose like the 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 chaos of of his world like it's nothing is ever promised in Kendrick's life or anything uh, like so, so many, so many disparate uh, ideas where it's like this, this pressure is mounting with Mr. Morale and the big steppers. It's like, it's Kendrick is like looking at the audience and turning a dial that says uh, ideas up like, like a contestant <laughs> on the price is right. <laughs> Uh, there are, there are some big swings on this, uh, on this record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it's, for, for me, I think it's, like, since To Pippa Butterfly, that, like, this is, like, the first, or this is the time that those big swings have hit for me the best since To Pippa Butterfly. Really? You know? Okay. I, um, damn is like trying so many different things and I like half the things it's trying to be, uh, this just, I don't want to say it coheres better, but this is the record where I felt like I, I appreciate all the different stuff that Kendrick is trying to do. And like, I am like, I am able to extend to him like, Ah, oh, that idea didn't work for me, but whatever. We're going on to the next idea now. You know, that's how this record made me feel. I I actually felt like the opposite, to be honest. Mm. It's I I liked Dam's like wider scale of like broader like chaotic ideas uh, that it brought to the table. I I liked uh, I liked a lot of Kendrick's ruminations on that record. When when they are iterated upon so cleanly here under the pretense of like vulnerability uh this is going to be the meanest thing that has ever been said on hot singles and i, I want you guys to steal yourselves <laughs> for this like it's it literally sounds like a j cole record Ooh. Ooh. oh my god <laughs> um, that's like it's i had no idea how to approach this record until i was like wait a second this is like a j cole album oh, oh my god. god um which is uh a, a a devastating slam to, okay, this, uh, so to you, this young man's so career. I, I say this as someone who has dipped enough into J. Cole to know I detest the guy, but not enough to have, like internalize mm -hmm. the logic of his art. So like you're gonna need to tell me what that means to you. I it's I think there's a I it's Kendrick has spent a long long time. Uh, fighting to be recognized by like the hood, it's mm. that that's that is that is like all caps a statement that he he made like the heart part five. It's 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 a it's about that where he's like it's I I want you to want me too. Um, and it it's from what I understand it that has not come together. It's like it's it's uh, like people would rather listen to Poppy or Earl than Kendrick. Yeah, I think it's. Because it's again, it's because of like the broad ass scope of ideas that he's bringing that are not universal and are like very 
posturing is not a great word. It's Kendrick spends a lot of time interrogating the listener, uh, no matter who they are on this record. I think mm-hmm. it's in the in the service of like investigating himself, but also like it's. Uh, I, I I I felt very annoyed listening to a lot of this. Uh, like a, a lot a lot of what Kendrick was saying. It's I I think he's a phenomenal rapper, obviously. Right. But it's there needs to be if Kendrick is trying to appeal to like a a younger crowd to like try and influence the next generation to be independent thinkers, to to do what they want or say. I feel like. I I don't th- I it's <laughs> Kendrick being himself is not enough for the kids I think <laughs> uh, I get you so if I can like slide in on that like the Kendrick being himself isn't enough for the kids like the reason that kids are turned the the kids the figurative kids are turned off from Kendrick something about his like overbearing conceptual weight I think yes if it were me. I my guess is to to like argue that hypothesis would be, I think the reason people might be turned from Kendrick is that he's a moralizing asshole. Um, I yeah. think Kinda. I think his ideas about trauma suck, like actively fucking suck. <laughs> Dang. Um, and this is like kind of where I'm in a in a weird place with this album because I used to be the damn defender. I heard this record and like immediately mm-hmm. connected with the project, like the the scope and the ambition and the attempt. And I think fundamentally, I think he's being an idiot. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> all the way through this record, a guy called Eckhart. L- L- Ek- I'm gonna need to pull it up. Eckhart Tolle. There we go. Eckhart Tolle is referenced and quoted and pointed towards. This whole thing is framed around this like therapeutic journey that Kendra goes on. Um, that he like discovers a like a source of spiritual guidance, and that source of spiritual guidance comes in the form of this like German guy who had an epiphany, like did a bunch of research about spiritual enlightenment and Buddhism, and wrote a bunch of self help shit. Um, mm-hmm. I think it ends up being grossly individualizing. <laughs> Um, grossly moralistic and like just like disconnected from reality in the worst possible way like the standout line is something on the lines of bad things have happened to you in the past and you construct a sense of your selfhood around those bad things like that being the source of like how trauma works and also the failures of like a despiritualized age that Kendrick is like trying to Mm -hmm. rescue people from like he can't mm-hmm. be the savior, mm-hmm. but he, he can be the person who tells you how to save yourself. Like, I think that's the missing second part of the implication of savior as a as a track of a all the like disavowals of that position is like, I do actually have the right answer, and the right answer is this fucking guy who I think sucks, and I think he sucks by association, which is annoying because every single time <laughs> he talks about something concrete, he's way fucking better than this. Because <laughs> like you fucking listen to Mother I Suffer or uh, like you know take any track where he's actually talking about the real fucking world he's better than that it's just I think that like mm-hmm. anytime he tries to get the the slightest bit didactic or use framing devices to like enter the the like process of how recovery or how like acceptance might happen 
It just fucking sucks, man. <laughs> Autumn, the what thing? did you think of Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers? <laughs> well, so so it's interesting because I don't think either of you have said anything wrong yeah. here. Mm-hmm. I I guess the the thing that struck for me because I've have in some ways like since damn i have like lived in fear of this mm-hmm. album um especially yes. like once it was like once it got to be like 2020 and i'm like oh it's gonna be like a long gap before the next kendrick album you know i've been like man on on the last three records on to pimp a butterfly on um untitled unmastered on damn he's kind of a moralizing asshole is he going to take this long gap and then get even more up his own ass? You know? <laughs> um, and, like, the answer for me is, like, a little bit yes, but also a little bit, like, I'm trying to... He he finds a right balance for me, I guess. I was like, he's up his own ass, but he recognizes just enough that he's not perfect that all the times that this record fails, I'm just like, ah, oh, whatever. We'll move on to the next for song. For sure, for so, sure. You know? For sure. Whereas, I, I, also, like, I, also, I also don't <clears throat> think... I think it would go against the, the spirit of this record, a, a spirit that I may or may not agree with, for him to, like, be, like... To, to like, say at the end, it's like, oh, I actually do, like... You know, I don't, I don't really, like, think any of that stuff. I'm, like, I'm like a good person. Because that's, that's, that's not what, like, the record is trying to say at all. The record is trying to say, it's like, yeah, I'm, like, a really difficult asshole. Uh, and I'm learning, yeah. and I'm not done. So the, I'll Ooh. say to like bridge the gap and side probably more with Autumn than it sounded like for just trashing the actual like explicit text of the thing. I'm really invested <laughs> in the attempt. I'm really invested in the process. Yes, and yes. I love listening yes. to it yeah, to like I, digest it and feel my way through it. I fucking disagree with all the like conclusion stuff. I don't mean in that sense. I, I think like you're entirely right. Um, the last track, Mirror, is like one of the most important moments because it's like so fully understanding of the the way in which like you can't just like volunteer yourself out of trauma um but the the the, like the attempt to pull yourself through and the way it works out is like something that i care about immensely and he makes it really fucking compelling and beautiful and really like extraordinary to listen to Mm -hmm. it's just that like there are there are levels to engage on it at and one is the level of like pleasure in listening the other is like his deliberate message the other is like the like placing culture and the like the 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 like communicative purpose it has in the wider world and like on so many different ways i'm just like it i i feel like when i thought I, this album was going to make me think down was churlish and childish almost um there was a there's a sense of fuck you that um makes this album almost feel like plaintive and pleading and kind of you know pathetic I like it feels really mm-hmm. weird to say that but like I the, 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 the sense that he's like desperately scrambling to do something in culture that is nearly fucking impossible it's just like such a wild yes. thing to watch someone attempt to do but yeah that's the thing it yeah. is to me I guess something building out of like what you just said that I you said this and it sort of like knocked over a domino in my mind is that like I was worried that this album was going to finally fucking come out and it was going to be all 
like very neat conclusions. Like I spent five years writing this album because I have all the answers yeah. now. Yes. And the thing I appreciate is that I hear so much of the process. It is an, it's an album, album mm-hmm. of process. And it so, sets itself up as an album of process. Yeah, absolutely. That is that is the thing that I'm like, I found very refreshing after like the gap and, and, and all that sort of stuff. Is that like, oh, we're still, this is still processing, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, hey, Duval Timothy is everywhere on this fucking record. Yeah, let's record. talk about how it sounds. Cause it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. This record is beautiful. This is a this is this is this is like one of the best sounding records like ever. I think. Oh it's, yeah. It's Soundwave. Uh, fucking Duval Timothy, Kendrick, whoever they got like on like sample songwriting credits. They 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 snapped. Like it's when Kendrick is is at his his like highest rate of ideas. That means, like, the actual production of the music and the structure of songs comes together in, like, uh, like here to unforeseen phenomenal ways. I don't even know if that's a word, yeah. but... <laughs> can, I, can I just briefly, like, trash this record along a similar line, though? Yes. Um, so they got Alchemist on for one song, and it fucking sucks. Oh, yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they got Alchemist for one song. Every the Alchemist beat's incredible. Every other beat on this album is fucking incredible. But the one the one song where they got an Alchemist beat is so bad I have to skip it. Oh my god, it's so Be- terrible. Because of the, the song, because of the beat, because of what exactly in your mind? Because of the um that's yeah, the, it's the um, it's like the We Cry Together, bitch. the yeah. like fuck you bitch. Yeah. It's which it's okay. This this is where I think like it's the this the 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 Florence and the Machine intro to this record to this, this record <laughs> is amazing. It's uh, uh-huh. it's 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 kind of I it made me realize that I want a Kendrick and uh Justin Vernon Boney Bear uh, kind of yeah, like joint. Yeah. Oh man. Uh like so well. It's I feel like that would do well. I like it's that I think that sort of energy where it's just like these beautiful swelling saxophones, uh, like totally detached from from like their history. I I feel like uh, uh, Vernon makes very uh, anachronistic music, if that makes yeah. any sense. Like I feel mm-hmm. it's it, it it's it's like like strings and saxophones being stretched to like digital proportion. It's it it's it it's it's folk music for this century. If that's not like the dumbest fucking thing no, I've ever I said, I get you. I get you. Um, where it's, I, I think that there's, uh, there, there is both a self mythologizing aspect to it, and but there's also like a, a deeply like flawed and tragic element to it, which I think is like, which I, I think speaks to the emotional resonance of this record very, very well. But uh, then it's, uh, this is what the world really sounds like. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Hmm. Like. Oh man, <laughs> I it's we cry together. Is uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. So it's uh, like <laughs> a, a, Eminem. Eminem heard this song. And he was like, "I did it. I did it. I I, I did it. We did it." That's did the it. energy that I hate about it because like everything up until the turn at the end, I'm into like. It's. I feel like. I feel like nobody. Nobody understands how much of an Eminem guy Kendrick actually yeah. is. Like he's. He's such an Eminem guy. It's ridiculous. It is. 
there's like i think on the control verse he like shouts out eminem is like top five and i was like why are you such an eminem guy and then it was this <laughs> album where i like really heard it i'm like oh this is the marshall mathers lp sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish he again i wish he didn't have to like make that weird figurative turn towards like ah actually they're fucking they're they're makeup they're makeup fucking and it's all right actually it's you like, know it's hurt people hurt people yeah right? they do they it's... do it's just that they can sometimes stay hurt and that's okay yeah the one the one like good part of this song that's also like a bad part i don't know is um the woman on the song being like you know people like you or why r kelly uh is the way he is and like th- this woman making really salient points about like you know, sexism, and then K-Dot clapping yes. back with just stupid bullshit about why <laughs> why women don't feature on each other's yeah. songs. And, and so much the answer literally is, what the fuck are you talking about? And, like, it's the right answer. It's literally the right answer. Um, but, I mean, like, again, feels very deliberate, very beautifully well-drawn. Like, I, I like that. Up until the point where they decide that, like, the way this resolves is them fucking. Because, like, I don't think there's anything to learn from that. I don't think there's, like, some grand no. human insight to be gained from this. I think it's just, like, a shitty, like... F- in the same way that, like, everyone in, like, secondary school... What, fucking high school? Whatever it's called over there. Um, like, wrote shitty things in English <laughs> class where, like, meaningful, moralistic lessons were drawn at the end of every, like, creative writing exercise. And like, oh, am I so clever for like figuring out the moralistic way to end the story so that people get their comeuppance or like it was dramatic ironies delivered upon. And like, no, the, no, we don't need that. Like the dramatic ironies and the, the failure to resolve it. Like it doesn't need the, 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 the horrible resolution. It feels fucking Eminem ass, not because of the setup, I don't think. The Eminem ass bit is the bit where they decide to fuck at the end. And that's just miserable to me. Hmm. Um... <sighs> okay, uh, d- we start off with Devel Timothy. Let's just talk about United in Grief because this is one of my favorite songs I've heard all year. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. <sighs> I, <clears throat> it's so simple. It's like such a, like, sometimes I feel like Kendrick does like little tricks, you know? And then, like, I feel like, oh, that was so simple but also so effective. And I get like irritated at him sometimes. And it was the, it's in this record it's the i grieve different and then just like another kendrick like calmly like everybody grieves different asshole (laughs) everybody grieves different shut the fuck up (sighs) deval timothy though um (laughs) this album is full of deval timothy deval timothy is a british slash uh is it librarian or syria leonian cannot remember top of my head boo uh, uh, See, he lives uh, in I'm definitely not. I'm, I'm not he lives in this right now, so I assume it's Sierra Leone. Um, yes. Um, yeah, incredible. Uh, it's me. I, I think me and Regs. Uh, me and Regs have been like. Uh, I've been a sleeper Duval Timothy fan ever since I heard Ghost Notes. Yeah, um, I got on around Brown Loop. I've been listening since then. Uh, Help yep. is an incredible I, album from 2020. Yes, it's I I it's I I list, I like I popped on Help and I was like, oh, vegans on yeah. here. Okay, that like it's uh, that's another fucking circle that vegan is involved in. Fucking completed, son uh-huh. of a bitch. Um, <laughs> he's everywhere. It's like if if uh, if you guys if 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 any uh what's what's the fan name for for what is our fan name for like listeners of hot singles? Oh, 
That's a good question. <laughs> Flamers. <laughs> uh, I was gonna go for little hotties, but that that. Ooh, hot! No, mm. I like hotties. I like yeah, hotties. hotties. It's hotties. Uh, it's if any of you hotties are listening to like any music that has come out right now, there's like it's it's like the it's like the six degrees of bacon, but it's with vegan, and it's like only ever like two degrees because every producer fucking knows uh, each other. You could say he's out there making vegan bacon. Oh! Shut the fuck up! I like it. I like that. I like shoot me in the head now. No, that that's phenomenal. Seriously, like uh, all hotties, go listen to go listen to only diamonds cut diamonds and uh, understand the blueprint. Uh, No, it's Duval Timothy. Timothy, Duval Timothy is everywhere on this record, playing gorgeous piano. I which yeah, I think really lends uh, credence to the. Um, I get, it's like sort of like weird version of the hero's journey that Kendrick is like trying to go on here or it's, mm. <laughs> I, I love that it, it's, I love that the conclusion of this record is, uh, is like Kendrick going like, nah, I choose me. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, I'm cool. I'm cool. Like, it's it fine. has to, it has well, to end on a moment of self-indulgence because the whole thing is set up in this like, Deval Timothy's style and the style that a lot of the record takes on is really arch. It's really balanced. It's really careful and precise. Um, and yes, still like, it's, still like uh, this, sweeping the, the, and indulgent and graceful in the way it does it. But like, it's structured in this really careful and particular way. Um, I, I see I see Kendrick like training in front of a waterfall whenever I see like <laughs> no, Van Duval. No, we, uh, we went through the Kung Fu Kenny era. We don't want to bring it back. We no, it's I thought it was cool that he was speak for can yourself. I, can, can, can I talk? Can I talk about this? Can I talk about this? Right, actually, it's it. Ken, uh, Kendrick Kendrick uh, like uh, like doing turtle style. I think is like. That that is like the most like self mythology. He's like, nah, nah, nah. I'm that guy that like hits you with like slow counters and shit. Like it's I I fuck you, like, bro. No, you. Don't. It's like you sit in a booth with a sound wave and like smoke everyone out, and you make like really like awful jokes. Like it's just because you're in your own corner doesn't make you turtle style, dude. Sorry, that's uh that's my uh, martial arts complaint of the year for uh, hot singles. You could smoke us in Tekken <laughs> at any point, though. So. Yep, it's. I wonder how good Kendrick actually is at Tekken. <laughs> I feel like it's like between no between hanging out with Knowledge and Soundwave, I feel like he has to like have played like enough of it to like have like a general level. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting sidetracked. No, no, no. I was just thinking about like I was literally about to say like we should stream Tekken sometime. And I was like, man, I'm too busy to begin with. I'm not going back on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh I I could do a I could do a I it's a we what if we did like a playlists for like fighting game characters? Boo. That would Boo. be fun. Play, it's we just we it's, we're doing we're just doing eight tracks. We're just doing eight tracks. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> we gotta we gotta get back on this record. Oh, we gotta get back uh, on this record. Yeah. Um. The beat switch on Uniting Grief Elite. Uh. The way it, it drags the piano with it to the second half Elite. This track is incredible. It's. I, it's I saw so I saw this like video of like somebody getting to like the drum break and then immediately like like unsaving the record and like like deleting it from their Spotify playlist. And th there are a lot of things I don't like about this record. Getting filtered by a drum break, I think that that's like a that's like an admission of cowardice. Yeah. Like you it's <laughs> I, I I will never be able to like hang around you, no. dude. No. No. <sighs> um let's check the notes. Let's check the fucking notes. Uh, let's talk about Kodak. Let's fucking talk about Kodak. 
Um, can we yes. can we do the two unpleasant things back to back? Can we talk about uh, Kodak and then can we talk about the gendery? Yeah, gender yeah, yeah. Stuff? yes, we, we can. Let's, let's do that back to back. And then like, I want to after that, I want to be like. I want to talk about Rich Spirit yeah, yeah. for a minute after we sounds, get through all that good. crap. All right, <laughs> done. All right. So Kodak Black is on this record in a lot of places. Um, he's good at being Kodak Black, which is to say that like he's given what, what's the track is uh, isn't it Rich Interlude, right? Where he like pops up for the first time properly. Yes, it's an incredible verse, like mm. genuinely incredible. Um, like just want that on the table before we say like Kodak Black's a absolutely like horrible horrible person and people are for whatever reason like yeah. deciding they can't like or listen to or support in nebulously this album because it's got Kodak on it and like mm-hmm. there's like a, yeah that contingent is out there yeah when did No Flocken come out? I have no fucking idea uh, uh, uh 2015 20, oh wow, that's farther ago than I thought uh, it was. 2014 um, on YouTube, official release 2015. I feel like that like, a lot of rappers who started in that like time frame, like 2015 and 2017, like I think about Kodak, I think about Youngboy, I think about XXX, like there was a weird thing that we all had to go through where like a, a lot of, uh, like, we as rap fans, I should say, <clears throat> like, we all had to sort of reckon with, like, man, there's a lot of young guys who are doing, like, a lot of really good work um, that are just straight terrible people, you know? I mean, it's, you throw on the, it's what, it's the, uh, I think it's the XXL, uh 2016 freestyle, which is, like, yeah. I think it's, like, the greatest freestyle ever. Like, all of those guys have, like, allegations against them. It's hilarious. Yeah. And it's, like... And I also, the weird thing is that like, once um, once XXX died, it feels like everybody just decided we don't care anymore, which like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I like I don't know I feel conflicted about it because I was listening to No Flocking earlier today and I like I I really like listening to Kodak music. Also, man, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> It's weird. I don't. I don't know what to make of so, it. So like, he's you know? on it for a reason. Right? Like, he's on here to be the like. Yeah. Kendrick is hauling up a guy who was a fucking scumbag and saying, "Try draw moral like distinctions between the two of us." Um, mm. and it's like harder given the fact that Kendrick is like admitting to infidelity and sex addiction and also you know just like generally being an asshole but being an asshole is not the same as like battering people like come on mm-hmm. like th- this isn't hard like the the in one sense it's important well it's important for the record because the bits that he does are really good and effective as music and the moral lesson just like i don't understand like the yeah the, the need for it personally personally again like I like there's a lot of moments on this album that I'm wondering like if Kendrick thought the record label would let him do it would he put R Kelly on this like yes yes <laughs> yeah empirical like I yes. <laughs> like R Kelly would be on this record except probably the record label is like no absolutely not <laughs> yes 
Oh, uh, well, I don't know. It's I, I never know what Top Dog is doing, like, at any time. Oh, oh hang yeah, on. I it's, guess I... Sorry, last thing in my notes here. It's now that Kendrick... Th this was Kendrick's last uh, uh, album with uh, Top Dog. And now that now that uh, Top Dog has nothing, maybe we could finally get another fucking Scissor record. Jesus Please. Christ. Please. What are... It's, oh, my uh, God. I, I, I hate this fucking label so much. I want to I wanna kill Top Dog. Like, it's... I'm like... I'm so sick of this. You fool. Can't get a fucking scissor record. Can't get a fucking schoolboy record. God. Can't get a fucking Skywalker record. Fuck this label. <laughs> <sighs> Kendrick took baby Keem with him, and they're just gonna be like, they're they're just gonna be like in the corner going like, I'm so horny, I need a cold shower. And it's like, oh thank and like Top Dog is like fuming because he, he just lost like his biggest guy yeah. ever. It was gonna happen. Sorry. It's uh No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Auntie Diaries? Uh, just to, to wrap up the Kodak thing, like, the Kodak thing is part of the weird moralism sure. where, like, I don't know why, again, like, being subjected to Kodak is not the right answer because it's a genuinely pleasurable and enjoyable time to listen to him rap. But, like, I don't think the lesson hits the way he thinks it does. Um, no. No. It's, this is what I mean. It's, like, it's an intentional decision designed to probe the, the listener to make them think. But it's it's not being deployed in the way that it's it's being deployed in a way different to what Kendrick wants to achieve with it. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Auntie Diaries. Uh I don't think this it's I it's not that I disagree with anything that is said on this track, I think. It's mm -hmm. I I am it's th this 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 came out at like I I feel like uh, like lots of personalities in the entertainment industry, uh, some of whom who are more uppity about cancel culture than others, feel like the the trans thing is being used uh, to like get get their friends out of the industry because they are less than tolerant. If that's mm -hmm. like if that's like the most like charitable way I can explain it. Uh, yeah. The the rude way I can say it is that like Kendrick wanted Dave Chappelle on this record one hundred percent. I I did not get to that conclusion, but okay, okay. It's I I it's uh, speaking as someone who re like it's within the sphere of recency came out to my parents as a transgender woman. Uh, it's the the it's the the transgender. Uh, like the 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 situation is something that I think it like obviously it does impact cis people, um, but you could just also like shut up. <laughs> like yeah. it's like it it's I I'm not asking for like the microphone at all times. It's what I'm saying is it's like th this is this is like a prime example, uh, in Kendrick like going against the grain and choosing himself, uh, mm. in a situation. Or he's like, oh, well, it's you know, this is this is what I think about it, um, and I I guess <laughs> it's when you when you think about like who like records are for, like is is Auntie Diaries for like trans people to be more receptive to the cis experience of watching somebody else transition? Is it for cis people to like have like good teed up arguments against trans people? Is it for transphobes? Like it's um, for mm -hmm. for for a for an artist who has been so adamant about trying to control his own context and his own agency, 
uh, as a disenfranchised person in like culturally and in both the music industry, this felt like a big swing and a miss for me. I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't, I like it's, I, I, I don't think he said anything wrong on the record. I don't even care that he, he, he was using, uh, it's, it's it's where where do we stand yeah. on saying it uh, on the pod? Actually, I, we say it. Oh, yeah. faggot! Liberal. Okay. Great. Great. We it's can say like, it all we can, want. Can, can, can we can say it together. Kendrick using a, like, it's true. It's, <laughs> it's Ken, Kendrick uh, like historically, like like bringing up his historical use of the word faggot as a kid. Like I don't think that's surprising. I I feel like basically yeah. every person I list that that is not. I don't think that is like a larger. That that is a hot button uh, thing that Kendrick has deployed to try and get like a further point across. That I think I do not. It, it's not. It, it doesn't make me clutch my pearls, but mm-hmm. it's he, he believing Kendrick at like at the most like good faith here. That is something that he regrets doing. Um, yeah. But Kendrick Lamar fans are also like really self congratulatory and stupid. So yes. when they, when I, I say this as a reformed, self-congratulatory, stupid. Yeah, I was literally Lamar. about to do it as a, yeah, it's, uh, you got the job before me. Uh, it's I want I want to give a shout out to my good friend Jackie DJ Horse Jeans over on the Indie Heads podcast who uh, like hates the song like vehemently um, mm. because it's it 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 is fuel in an argument like it, it is a it is a cultural signifier of how like some cis people feel or it's it, I, I i guarantee you like this song is the first time somebody hears the word transgender like yeah. it's like it's like where it's people are people be like man you gotta give me space i'm like learning about this stuff and it's like now when you're in my fucking mentions being like a douche about it like that's, it's, what, that's the thing <sighs> i was not bothered by like this song existing or necessarily some of the things he said. Um, like, there's a, there's a part of me that's bothered by the ways he misgenders the trans people in his life. But, yes. like, the bigger issue for me was just the ways in which the song centers him and yes. his experience of other people's yep. transness. Yep. And not, like, you know... I don't think I do. I also don't want Kendrick writing the song that's like, "Oh, shout outs to my cousin for transitioning." I realize that must be really hard, and I probably made that harder. <laughs> like, I don't really want him congratulating I, himself for that. No. But he he just centers his own challenges with having people transition in his life in a way that's weird. Yeah, like yes. I, you literally stole it out of my mouth, and I put um, like a personal take on it. Like, I. The problem with the song is, to me, not at all about the misgendering and the pronoun stuff. Like, I don't fucking care about... Like, th- uh, there are, like, specific affordances you get in art that you don't get in other contexts because it's art and because there is, like, a an understood way of, like, changing the parameters of what is and isn't acceptable. There is an excuse for the white people to say the N-word. Yeah, like, I Like, just would... to be clear. Like, that's not one of the things in the boundaries. Yes. But it is a... I would be... I would be more bothered by him saying some of this stuff in an interview than I am by, by him saying exactly. it in a song. The, the, the point you know? is it's part of a presentation of the world, and the world includes misgendering and, you know, fa- failures of pronoun usage. And, like, the whole point is about, the like, the process of actually doing the thing. And, like, that's cool. That's fine. Whatever. The, the point is because it's so fucking self-regarding. <laughs> like, the, the line, the line yes. about um, the... 
um, Marianne being like dissing for a while because things things was awkward. Uh, I am <laughs> sure, my dude. <laughs> well, Kendrick fucking Lamar, and you don't know how to deal with your cousin who's trans. Of course, it's fucking awkward, my dude. It's, uh, I, it's, I yeah. want to, I want to, I want to like mention like Kendrick's delivery on this, on this, this record in particular. Like he's very yeah. hushed, and then crescendos like, like I, immensely. It, yeah, I, I, I don't know if he, I don't know if he's like trying to make a point. It's like he's scared to say this kind of stuff, like for public reaction, or if it's like this is an mm-hmm. intimate issue, so he's bringing you in close yeah, to discuss I, it. I think I that's, that, 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 that's yeah. the that's the that's the duplicitous edge. Uh, of this record, yeah, I think, yeah, where it's, I, I, it's, I, I, I still ultimately do think Auntie Diaries was a miss. Um, mm-hmm. I also like it's like, I also don't really care what Kendrick thinks about trans people. Like it's, yeah, I, I think sorry, it's, it's not like it's like I don't, I don't like it's, I don't listen to you for like social issues because that would be a ridiculous thing to say uh, about Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> like that would be. That would be ridiculous, but it's, I don't know. It's, it, it, it's a very, it's a very like, (laughs) it's, it, it, it sets up like the, like people to like point at the rest of the record and be like, see, like, this is what he's talking about. See, he doesn't know this stuff. He doesn't know. Like he's, he's just like, he doesn't know all this like new ways for like people like tiptoe around thing. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's the, it's, I don't, it's. I don't know. I've been hearing Kendrick like confess about things for like three records now. Um, yeah. And this this was a this was a. Yeah. That that is how I felt mm-hmm. about it ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm slightly more forgiving because I. I this is a, a conversation I had with friends. Was like, I. I don't think that I think first level people who are pearl clutching about the fact there's misgendering or mis like incorrect pronoun usage in it need to kind of get over themselves because like I don't think art needs to like re- not just needs to reflect the most affirming version of the world but like if you want an, a, like if you want art about transness it's going to include the difficulty the difficult parts of transness and that's part of it like if you want it there mm. it's got to be there the, the second part though is like what is the version of a, a story about transness that Kendrick could ever tell that is any good <laughs> like initially I thought like this gave me shades of some of the stuff on Good Kid Mad City where he was like taking that like very like small scale individual level interpersonal like interaction analysis like he's got a microscope on how people treat each other which is a thing that Kendrick is really fucking good at and I always enjoy and like there's a role Mm -hmm. for that there's a place for that and if you could do that consistently about transness it would be really fucking cool um and then the third verse yeah. comes, and it turns into the, the most self-regarding version of the rest of the story. I, yeah, um, again, instrumentalizing, again, instrumentalizing trans people for a cultural hot button shit thing. I'm like, I, we just don't need that. We just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I again, you know, kind of sounds a bit like he Eminem'd himself. Like he needed a. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's Eminem listened to all of this record and he was like, I, yeah. we did it. Like, the, we the, did the it, man. The fact that we cried together and Auntie Diaries needed punchlines for their own very good setups just, like, kind of ruins the overall experience and the communicative purpose of the whole thing. Which is unfortunate because mm-hmm. I think, honestly, honestly, like, hand on her, if this didn't have the last verse or rework the first verse but to be about, like, conflicts with a church and, like, familial acceptance 
like that would be a good a good or even just straight up better version of the track that I would probably find tolerable or even good um mm. this ain't it this ain't it um <laughs> huh. all right that's not, that's that's the that's the shitty stuff out of the way um you you had a thing um I just wanted to uh say like two things about rich spirit um one really liked that song two rest in peace to Draco the ruler shout out to yep, Draco for yep, just getting totally yep. ripped off in the rich spirit <laughs> <laughs> okay now that we can fucking talk about <laughs> Kendrick's just doing Draco's flow on this yeah, record really is. shout out <laughs> uh he isn't the god but you know <laughs> uh, um. I miss him. I miss him yeah. so much. I know, Autumn. I okay, know. So just branching out from there, how do we feel about the bangers in general? Because there's N95, there's Rich Spirit, there is... I don't... It's I, I, I don't know. Uh, Rich, Spirit, Rich Spirit is phenomenal. Yeah. It's... I it's I think... Th- this is what I'm talking about, where it's like, I, I think this, this record fails as both kind of like, in terms of like radio singles and also like a front-to-back narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But... It's like it's. I would never throw on N95 in the no. car. I no. Like it's. I. I don't even know if I throw Rich Spirit on, but may, maybe yeah. I yeah. I put. I put. Count me honestly. Count me out. It's count me out. Has got enough Gonzo Kanye energy to it that I would. Um. The. If I could cut the intro. Uh, I mean. Okay. The. If I could get a radio version that doesn't have the like album, yeah, no, skit. that's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, just like it's, it's got that yeah. grindy bassline. The fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fucking it up. Like that to me is just like straight out the like Kanye beautiful twisted fantasy to Jesus transition period playbook. Like that's all just like straight there. Um, like it's almost identical mm. distortion sounds on that bassline even like. Um, that for me is the one that might stick as a banger, but yeah, N95 is just like mm-hmm. fine to mid. Oh, uh, uh, fucking. I, uh, I don't know about. <laughs> I wouldn't put it on in the car. I would not call it uh, mid. It's <laughs> I, I, it's I, I, it's when I, it's I'm trying to, uh, like it's I, I run like a lot of out al- like rap albums I listen to under the line cook test. Like it's I, I used to work in kitchens and <laughs> if if like somebody like took out like a beats pill speaker and like tried to play like a lot of I feel like uh, ironically <laughs> I feel like Father Time would be is like a really good like line cook oh, anthem. Oh, I mean Father Time is just really a, glad uh, we have this yeah, in common. <laughs> uh, also, it's I because I think Father Time is my favorite uh, uh, is my favorite song on this. It's. Which I think maybe is unfair to like everything else about this record because it's like that it's a very tidy summation of Kendrick saying like I still have work to uh-huh. do like this this shit is so, and also like uh but it sounds so good, like it's th- this is this is where Kendrick like like fully comes together yeah. I think like it's the the like the reversed sample at the start is so fucking 
so fucking sick. I come from a generation of home invasions, and I got daddy issues, that's on me. Everything the four was that taught me, may have is buried deep. That man knew a lot, but not enough to keep me past them streaks. My life is a plot, twisted from directions that I can't see. Daddy issues, all across my head, told me fuck a foul, I'm teary-eyed. Wanna throw my hands, I won't think out loud, a foolish pride. If I lose again, won't go in the house, I stayed outside. Laughing with my friends, they don't know my life. Daddy issues made me learn losses, I don't take those well. Mama said that boy is exhausted, he said go fuck yourself. If he give up now, let's go cost him. Life's a bitch, you could be a bitch or step out the margin. I got up quick, I'm charging baskets and falling backwards, trying to keep balance. Oh, this the part and then you just got Sampha, like... Sampha's looks great. Ah, yeah. Sampha. I miss this guy so much, bro. I missed him so much. I've been listening to a bunch of the, the first subtract records and like subtract sound for stuff is just so fucking good. Um Oh my god. Uh, can we talk about Mother I Sober? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So with Beth Gibbons. Yeah. This is like emotional like payoff bomb dropping section of the record is the like the last couple tracks. Like Mr. Morale is like a kind of take it or leave it. I don't like the beat that much. I don't think it's got much going on with it that I really care about. Mother Race Sober is fucking extraordinary. Um, and I still don't know how I feel about it and I want to try and like work it out together a bit because, man, this is coming off the back of the stuff I started with, which is like the attitude that Kendrick is taking in to discussions about trauma is really voluntaristic and individual. It's really like people make themselves through the way they understand their formative experiences on the implication that you could just change that. And I think it sucks and I think it's bad. And this also comes on top of the Kodak stuff where like rappers have all sorts of hor horrible traumatic shit in their past and accommodate it by acting out in all sorts of horrific ways, whether it's like just spending or being abusive shits. Um, mm -hmm. And then you end up spinning it into a like one of the most intensely personal narratives that I've ever heard him do in a way that just like kind of mm -hmm. rattled me and I don't really have a way out of. So I just, I just sort of wanted to like put like, how do you sit the, the, like the personal aspects against the, like, here's what I think you should think about artists. I'm like black artists specifically. Uh, I'd like put them next to each other and see how they sit with each other. Because I, I still don't have a fucking clue how to feel about it. I'm, like, listening to the track again as we talk, just to, like, sort of center myself yeah. a little bit. Um, <clears throat> and, I, like... If, if I may speak, I... Yeah, it's, go. There is... I think... There, there are there are moments as a listener, not not as a commander of Kendrick's will, like speaking strictly as a listener, where it's like I listen to like N95, I listen to Father Time, I listen to uh, like Rich Spirit, uh, I listen to Crown, I listen to Mother I Sober, and I'm like, this did I don't think this needed to be a two disc album. Hmm. I it's not that I think that there's any filler. I like it's if like a. 
I, I guarantee you, like, the alternate universe where this is, like, an eight-track album, uh, and, it's, like, all of this stuff gets, like, put up on, like, tracking websites and leaks and stuff, I would be like, whoa, he had, like, two discs of material. How come he, how come he didn't do this? Uh... But it's, there is a, there is a, there is a more concise, like, sprawling, uh, anxiety that I think feels the, like, it's, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. It's, do you guys know what I mean? <laughs> Where it's like, I, I feel like it's, the, it's, Kendrick spends a lot of time, like, uh, like wallowing in his own situation where he's like, he's, he's very obviously like hurt and he's like very obviously trying to figure himself out. Um, and he doesn't want it to be tidy, but he, he, he has very clean conclusion points across this record. Mm. I think, mm -hmm. uh, where he's like, okay, I finally feel like I figured that out, but, and, but yet the road still, uh, the road is still there for me to travel. So I don't know. It's Mother I Sober, I think, is it's it is a phenomenal, phenomenal record, I think. Uh that's what I had to say about that. Sorry, I didn't mean to like take over the conversation no, no, and not say I'm anything. Just, no, no, I, I feel I feel similarly where I'm like I guess this is like this is like Kendrick doing the Kendrick yeah. thing. Like mm -hmm. the most that he does on this mm -hmm. record. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um like this is reminiscent of the best parts of good kid mad city and just in like i don't know some sometimes like i like most of his other records better than good kid mad city but sometimes i'm like oh there's like moments that are like the best kendrick moments yeah, on good kid this feels yes. in line with that and this feels in line with the reasons that those are the best moments of his um yeah career for you me know? those are um uh, uh, peer pressure and saying by me I'm dying of thirst like those are the ones that like come to the the fore and like ring the fuck out whenever I hear him in this mode and like for whatever reason like he hasn't been in it for a while and the way he gets back into it is talking about yeah sexual violence in his family like mm -hmm. uh, sorry that was just to derail, to derail this slightly um yeah the again it's got the very the structure to this is again it feels it feels like musically it's got the moralism baked in it feels like it's got like quiet like intense intimate progressing through most of the verses until it gets to a point about like the right way to absolve yourself of guilt or like resolve through trauma and then it crescendos and it's meant to like uplift you with it and for all that he disavows this saviorhood it feels like the music is entirely built around like emphasizing and stressing the ways that he does indeed have a way to fix or at least process and understand like the devastating trauma that he is still masterful at diagnosing like straight up again the the way he talks about his family is just like wildly wildly good like he's so good at this I don't think there's many of any other people who can do this like he does but this mm -hmm. is what I mean like the 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 end point is a is a rallying cry that I can't fucking get behind or at least I do I forgot that the the ending point of that song is not just like 
a, a sort of triumphant moment musically, but also like someone, Kendrick's wife, yeah. question mark, saying you did it. I'm proud of you. You broke a generational curse. That's <laughs> weird. That's weird. <laughs> That is weird. That, that's that's what I mean. It's like there there are so many points on this record that are like really tidy conclusions, but that's that goes against like the whole ethos of exactly. what he's trying to like, do. Uh, do you think intergenerational mm. trauma gets resolved with like confessions and like self affirmation, or do you think it gets resolved in like the mess of the fucking world? Like that's a question you need to answer for yourself. And like Kendrick professes not to have an answer, and then turns out he does through the way he makes the record. And, like, that's the conflict point for me. And it's the, the same conflict point I had with, like, a lot of this records in totality. Because I love... I love the diagnosis and then he tells us this answer and it sucks. I don't like it. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And again, there's a, there's a romantic version of this where you just, like, get swept up in the majesty of it. Like, there's a, there's, there are yes. versions of this which feel like, what are the best bits of Tippin' Butterfly for this? Ah. Uh, maybe Complexion. Maybe, I don't know, Mama. Like, the moments that feel like they have, like, a, like a direction and, a, a, like, a point of view, like, extending beyond the horizon of the problem and, like, really compassionately talk about the people that, like, they care about and I think that there's a reason that Complexion is like one of the like tracks I'm least fond of into Butterfly because I think it's just a bit mawkish and Mom was one of my favourites because I think it's like found a way of like ambivalently looking past the horizon of the, the place that Tip of Butterfly is like caught up in and like I wish any of these tracks had the same kind of ambivalence that Mama does um th- th- yeah uh this is so narratively... Uh, it becomes so narratively clean in retrospect. And it, the, the longer we've sat talking about it, the more clean it feels to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I think about my favourite my favorite other Kendrick track that isn't just a, a workout. Like, I love Untitled 05, but the best narrative Kendrick track to me is Think of Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst. Mm-hmm. And the, the punchline of that track throughout is about the, like, terror and ambivalence of for- right. being forgotten. Kendrick doesn't have to worry about that now. He doesn't have to worry about, like, being that, like, like devastating kind of loss. That's not his concern anymore. Um, he's already at the place where he's, like, been forced to give people answers. Where, like, people will take them and run with them and trust them. And... Uh-huh. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, so it might just be the right time. I don't know if you can actually access this link, but I will send it anyway and hope you can. Um, the thing I've just sent everyone is the um, final track from Kendrick's set at Glastonbury 2022. The first time I think he did anything live after this album got released. It was within a a week or so. Um, And this whole thing was like ridiculously choreographed. He played a lot of Good Kid Mad City, like a hell of a lot of Good Kid Mad City. 
um, very little <laughs> from the meat of either dam or uh, tip of butterfly and a fair bit of the new stuff. And he ends it with savior. Um, imagery is really fucking on point. Like everyone throughout the show is like, I'm not going to say fucking like there, there is a uniform to this. It's all black dancers in like perfectly buttoned white shirts, black slacks. Um, like the, there is like, I don't want to like preempt the, like what the visual style is doing. Cause I don't understand all of it. And I don't want to just like run off a cliff, like trying to say stuff I don't know anything about. The thing that is very, very fucking on point though, is this is the track where he's screaming into a microphone. So I am not your savior. Play? Oh yeah. I mean, it's a five minute track. We can, do you want to like hit a thing in the middle or just do the whole thing or. Oh, no, no, no. You had just paused for a second, and then I was like, oh, should we just Yeah, uh, I mean, just... Do you want to... Should we 3 one it and hopefully hit, hit the end by the time that we've, like, had enough conversation about the rest of the track? Uh, sure. sure. All right. Three, two, one, go. Let's see if we can fill five minutes. <laughs> Kendrick, that glass <laughs> over. So, yeah, uh, I mean, glass and breeze <laughs> The power all the way through was like very, very uh, minimal because the whole thing was super, super choreographed. I watched this on TV live. Um, I do love this video opening on like Kendrick, like walking around the stage talking, cut to entirely oh, white it's audience. It's the fucking middle of England. Yep. What do you fucking expect? It got some really expensive too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know what, Rex? It's, uh, I, it's speaking as a Canadian, I've said this all my life. I expect. I expect uh, England to do better. Really? Really? To be honest. <laughs> to, to be honest. You, you uh, expect too much from us. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Regs, it's can I get a can I get a temp check on what's going on with Bojo over Bojo. there? Bojo. Okay. Well, this will fit inside neatly into the um, into the time we've got while Kendrick does his power on stage. Um, we have yes. a prime minister who is hated by everyone not only in his own party, but the entire country, and is finding ways to, amid epochal, record-breaking levels of resignation and government, like, like, collapse, to, like, argue that he's still got enough of a mandate to eke out another three months of being in power. Um, everyone thought it was because he really wanted to have his wedding at the Prime Minister's residence at Chequers. Like, he wanted a taxpayer-funded wedding at a, yeah. at a fancy venue. <laughs> And they finally established they are not going to let him have his wedding there. So maybe, yeah. maybe for entirely selfish reasons, that will get him out of office slightly sooner because he doesn't get the perks. However, he's also fucking skin. So that might just mean he needs to stay <laughs> in a rent, like a taxpayer provided rent free apartment for as long as possible. Um, this political situation is nonsense. But hey, you know, when was Britain ever not like beset with nonsense? Uh, <laughs> what I'm hearing is that it's. Y'all saw that video of the girl who's like, oh, I didn't know. That's been a good news. I mean, this culminated with like everything through the, um, the the two musical crucial moments through this were him saying, I, I'm sad to be going the best job in the world, but then the breaks. And every drummer. Every drummer bass producer in the country scrambling to put uh, breaks on top of, and then the breaks. Um. <laughs> And then on the flip side, um, a bunch of the people who were like doing the standard get Boris out now protests outside the House of Parliament 
um, in front of the place where all the conservative ministers do their standard media appearances. Um, playing uh, the Benny Hill theme over the loudspeakers. Yes. Keep the basic functions of government going. Uh, that's really important. There are, for example, uh, no ministers in DfE at the moment. That needs to be sorted out. Uh, secondly, I think we need to try and select a new leader as quickly as we reasonably can. I mean, obviously. Uh, we Sorry, I, I, talking about Kendrick for a second. I, I, how did he start fake leading? How did they fake Good that? Good question. Uh, he, it, he, it, he probably had like a squib or like he started. Maybe he's yeah, got, I like, just maybe didn't ever see him like reach for it or anything, you know. It's, I, it might be like a, it might be like a detonated like squib or like a. Maybe he can like, mm. maybe he can like blade from the inside of like the crown of thorns or yeah. something. Like he had like a, he had like a forehead artery or something. Alternatively, that crown of thorns is made out of steel, and he's punctured his own face. I doubt it, but that's what I'm saying. Like maybe maybe he just needs to like shake his head, and he gets like a perfect oh, cut along. Jesus. Um. But That'd yeah, be crazy. Man, kids the are whole so thing, fucking good. I am not your savior in big projected letters on the big screens behind <laughs> Just thinking him. about how he gave this shit to the Grammys for years and they didn't fucking care. And so now he's like, I'll go give it to some random British people. Yeah. Fuck y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, like this is, it's just, it is on the nose. Um, yeah. Just like, okay, like, right to listen to this track. Oh, I never, I never did cover watches for all three of these okay, records. we can loop back. Oh, I want to cover watch for uh, Mr. Yeah, Morale for we'll sure. We'll talk about that in a sec. The uh, other well, two as well, but definitely. I, I'm just, I'm just like looking at like the visual direction here. It's a lot of like Kendrick's like life performance stuff has a lot of uh, like various like topography and. Uh, oh, I like the. Uh, I it's that was just because the camera was zooming out. It's it's the, we have like a half toned crown of thorns, mm -hmm. uh, like here. And it, it looks like it's like pulsating in and out, but that just may be like a more pattern effect yeah. as the camera captures the LED grid. It's anyways, yeah. it's Kendrick's visual direction for this outside of the cover has been like just like lots of fonts of typography. I think maybe to better visually indicate like the discord that he's feeling uh, mm -hmm. in his life and like how he needs to. Uh, it's how it's like there's you know there's there's just a plurality of things. Going and this is on. this is also it's, after uh, like. Ooh, yeah. the fire. I mean, hey, it's a Glastonbury. Okay, we're coming up to the. It's Glastow, baby! Um, uh, they're coming to the important bits, obviously. We can just listen for a second, I guess. Yes, absolutely. They judge you, they judge Christ. Gods be for women's rights. They judge you, they judge Christ. Gods be for women's rights. They judge you, they judge Christ. Gods be for women's rights. They judge you, they judge Christ. Gods be for women's rights. They judge. Man. What a performer, man. Genuine, genuinely, like, the best live performer, like, which is crazy, which is crazy because like even at like as like early as the start of like like the the Kunta Groove session tour, like it's he had no cardio. <laughs> yeah. Like it's he would like he would like literally. I remember like being on hip hop heads, like people would be like, I went to the Mad City tour and Kendrick like ran out of breath like two and a half tracks in. That's the one time I saw him was on the Mad City tour, and I was like, man, this is not a good show. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like the the uh, he's anyway, he's fucking yeah, tipping his like, head, you know, like Crown of Thorns arrangement around him, like. They judge you, they judge Christ, God speed for women's rights. This is immediately after the Roe v. Wave decision. Like, literally within 24 hours. 
Yeah. Yes. Um, he does think he has the answers, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not going out on a limb here to say, like... No. Even, even as he puts I'm, I'm not your saviour on the, on the board, he's not afraid of, like, behaving as if he is. He's not afraid of behaving again, like... Mm-hmm. He doesn't think he's the saviour. He thinks people should be able to save themselves, but his way of saving them is very didactically telling them the route through their trauma and problems, and visually also presenting himself as their saviour. Like, you know? You know. <sighs> yeah. Like, we got so much on this record of, like, the human vulnerability, and that's running so fast into punchlinifying all of that vulnerability into like this is how you fix yourself such a weird fucking album I'm so fascinated by that process of making it happen but like man man I miss the fuck you from Dan I miss the I miss the like needing to fill in the blanks because it's so fucking empty emotionally and dispassionate that it can't be so determinate and have all the answers in front of you. Uh, yeah, that that's yeah, that's how I. That that was like oh Kendrick is explaining himself to us. He 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 can't get yeah. away from it. <laughs> A six out of ten. <laughs> uh, boo! Do you want to do the visual stuff here? Yeah? Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, like, cover-wise, it's, uh, I forget who this was, sh- I literally did my research on this cover, and I, like, it's, I can't find the fucking notepad file, but it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, Kendrick, uh, Kendrick and his, his high school sweetie, uh, like, with, with their kids, Kendrick with, like, the bedazzled crown of thorns he's been wearing basically everywhere recently, uh, and a gun in his back pocket, white t-shirt, as, as all, as is the case for Kenny, uh, and, uh, like, mm-hmm. gun in his back pocket, He's looking out for his kids and making sure that they're protected is, uh, it is, it's a, it is a, it is a picture that, uh, shows a, a family, uh, it's, I, uh, it's the, the, like the spots on the wall indicate that there is trouble. Um, I think where it's, uh, it is a, th- this is not a high income household that they are shooting this, uh, that they are shooting this in. Uh, right. Where it's it's Kendrick like choosing it's Kendrick choosing like frugality, choosing to like protect his family and others, which is one of the key points on this record, but not really. <laughs> um, mm. It's I I I don't I don't think this record's I don't think I I love this cover. This is a gorgeous picture. I want that to be fundamentally clear. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I, I don't want to fucking like, I don't want to like a cover art of Kendrick, like sitting in like a chair, like doing like a confessional thing or whatever. Right. Uh, it's like he can, he can leave all like these striking and meaningless visuals for like split second shots and music videos. It's, I, I do like this. It's, I, I think it's trying to give more context to a point on the record that is not like largely discussed. It's like, this is who Kendrick cares about. Kendrick, it's, it's not that Kendrick doesn't have like love and admiration for his fans, but he has always cared about protecting the people closest to him. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's what this cover is trying to say. And the, yeah. the, the record sort of gets to that point as well. Yeah, like there are... There are uh, well, and sorry, I, go for it. The thing, that's, the thing that really works for me about the album cover um, is that, like, you don't see the gun at first. 
And so, like, it looks like it is just an intimate shot of, like, Kendrick in his home with his family. And then, like, the more you look at it, you're like, oh, there's all, like, the, the spots on the wall, and he's carrying a gun, you know? Yes. Um, I think it is, like, an image that, like, has a transformation as you, like, look at it. Um, and... Yeah, that's, it's neat. It's like, I, I mentioned earlier, I think sometimes Kendrick has like a lot of like little tricks in his rapping, and I feel like this is like, um, this cover like also has that, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just in terms of like sight lines, Kendrick looking, I presume, out of the window, just based on how the light is in this room, like out of the window, uh-huh. uh, partner, I think fiance at this point, I don't know what the details are, but yeah, like nursing a baby on the bed, out of focus and looking completely out of shot, and then the kid in his arms, like, dead straight at the camera. Um, and, like, <laughs> you're going to hate me for just saying this, like, vision towards outwards, like, the vision looking outwards towards features, towards, like, possibility is, like, this is the thing I get. Like, there's something very posed, almost Greek statue-like about the way he's, like, in the camera. Like, he is surprisingly athletic-looking, almost. Um, mm-hmm. The, uh-huh. like... The, the, obviously the crown of thorns is there um he has a kind of power and a like i don't know what that power is meant to like if i had to suggest what that power is it's a power of seeing it's a power of vision over distance like that's what i feel like this cover is gesturing towards i mean obviously the emotional weight is all on the kids and like he's got lines throughout this album about like my kids are going to surpass me i don't know what the, the exact line is and i can't remember where to look him up but like the emotional weight is absolutely about protecting the kids, but like, uh, for all the denials, K- Kenny is a mess- messiah, messianic figure of some sort. Just like it's there, it's there, it's not going away. Like mm-hmm. I've I've drilled mm-hmm. on it so really, so so fucking hard, but like, yeah. Uh, foreign exchange was my favorite cover. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, oh yeah, this it's uh sorry it's I. I do, I do, it's, I probably could talk about Mr. Morale for a while, but I do want to wrap the pot up, because we're coming up to, like, two yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, we've been going yeah. for a minute. For, it's, foreign Exchange is sick, because it looks like a, it's, it's literally just like a, it's the fucking Yankees logo, and then, like, a, like, an RX, like, autograph over it. It's perfect. Yeah, it's like, perfect. I love that. That, that is a fucking rap cover. That is fucking bad. When the fuck was, is good I'm from New York, fuck you. Yeah, just yeah. to be clear, when the fuck was the Yankees logo designed? Because it still seems so completely fresh. Like, it's perfect. Well, it's, I, look, I, I think it might be like forever ago. Yeah. Um, logo and uniforms of the New York Yankees. Um, uh, da-da-da. Interlocking NY was originally designed In, like, by Tiffany and the Co. 19... Um, uh, Tiffany pres- Co. Pres- pres- presented God damn. to in 1877. Um, <laughs> yeah! Um, what the fuck? And the team started using it um, in 1909. Jesus Christ. This record is... Th- this record is closer to two... Like, th- this, sorry, this record. This logo is closer to being 200 years old than it isn't. <laughs> That's crazy. Like you could, you could, you could round up with a with very little work yeah. involved there. Holy, yeah. yeah. It's it's a, a great. It looks cool. It's like a little. It's like a sharpied version of it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. God damn, dude. Uh, these these were three pretty good records on average. Fucking I think. good records. Yeah. That was like certainly no no lack of depth in all of them to like keep coming back to. Uh, sit cover up. 
I like sick. It's I like uh I like the I like the fucking uh it's like a <laughs> what is it? It's it, it's like a sculpture. I, is that Earl? Is that supposed to be I Earl? I think it's supposed to be Earl. It kind of looks like him, but kind of not. It, it kind of doesn't. Like he's he's got sort of like a mask on, but it's like not really. There's it's like beautiful, like uh, like historical, like uh, pictures of like Africa and like sculptures and stuff on the bottom. Uh, uh-huh. This I'm not sure what the pills are at the top. No idea. Uh, I, to be clear, this is an album covered that like lives and dies by the format you see it on like it sucks as a spotify cover art yes and works so yes. well in yeah i wish i could get like the thousand by thousand yeah like, i mean at least <laughs> i just found it on complex so boop um thank uh, you yeah this works in large format so much better um y'all remember that um i remember this because i was listening to a podcast literally about this that um Thug record that came out a couple years ago where the album art is like it's just Thug like it looks like a lawn mode to look like Thug but then if you get like the really big image of it and you look zoom in on it you realize that it's like a collage of like oh, a million yeah, yeah. different like photos of Thug oh it's so good oh my god uh <clears throat> was that so much fun was that so much fun yeah that is so much fun yeah <sighs> Um, yeah, now that I'm looking at this uh, bigger, I realize, like, oh, that's sage and garlic. Yeah. By, yes. <laughs> by this, like... <laughs> Instead of just like, being, like, like, a, like, a, like, a log in a shopping bag. <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was, like... Blob and vertical... The vertical blob. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are, we, are we out? I think we're out. All right. I think we're done. Um, I say this because I have to pee. You do. I also have to pee. <laughs> um, before before we wrap, absolutely, we have next episode. Uh, Boo, who is our wonderful guest? Our wonderful guest is Jackie, DJ Horse Jeans, who, uh, it's a residential auntie diaries hater. <laughs> that's, a ter- that's a terrible ticker. No, it's um, essayist, reporter, uh, music journalist, uh, one of the funniest women I know, period. Uh, we, me and me and her are going to get up to some old tricks with regs, uh, in tow oh for, uh, for some fantastic fucking hot singles coming yeah. up. It's, um, are we allowed to spoil our picks oh, now? We absolutely, absolutely I, we, do. Just, uh, just everyone go read her cover story for the Ethel Kane, uh, about Ethel yep, Kane and Paper yep. Magazine. It's fucking great. A, 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 pro, a profile so good it almost suspended, uh, <laughs> Paper Mag's Twitter profile. Incredible. Yeah, the art, the art <laughs> and photography for it is amazing as well. But yeah, her pick is... The Cycle of Days and Seasons by Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your pick, Boo? My pick is Safe in the Hands of Love by Eve Tumor. Oh, I'm so fucking pumped for that shit, dude. And <laughs> my pick is Psychic 9 to Fine Club. Because I can definitely still speak after two hours of podcasting. Psychic 9 to 5 Club by Hate Rock. H-T-R-K. Hate Rock. Hell Yeah. Uh, Riggs, where the heck can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, at Regression. Don't forget the third S. It's got three S's in there. Never. Um, I have a card now Could because never. I wanted to become the only uh, uh, professional philosopher with a card. And I'm going to make that a thing and a bit and no one can fucking stop me. 
because have ha, be, <laughs> like doing academia and having a DNI is, I think, a funny bit, but also it's very useful to yes. to, to like shout out to yeah. That's all my music, all the the work I do, all the podcasts. You can find it all there. Uh, Boo, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, anywhere with an at or like a slash, just put Buchanan at the end of that. That's all good. It's I got a SoundCloud. I got a Twitter. I recently released a collection of ambient, personal ambient remixes, edits, whatever, called Stretches, which is out now for free download. Uh, I love it. It will make because I made it. I, it will make I, it's, you I, I, it's just gonna happen. I, I it's I, I chose me when I made it. Um, you did do that. And then I, and then I was like, damn, it's everybody else might like this too. It's it's a good record. I like it. And uh, Autumn, where the where the dang heck can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. You can find me on co-host at autumnal. You can um, go to exportodd.io. That is, will take you to the Patreon page for export audio where you can see the free feeds for all the podcasts, but you don't need free feeds. What you need is to give us $1 a month and get early access to most of the work that we do, yep. including this podcast, including Ornate Stairwells, including all sorts of things. <clears throat> it's If you're one of those guys that's like, uh, I don't, it's like some people on Patreon don't have to, you know, Export Audio is like one of like the most like, like clocking out like Patreon uh, like rewards programs that I've ever signed up for. Like it's you, you guaranteed you'll have at least like three pods a week. It's Autumn yeah. and, no- Autumn and Nora yeah. work hard on this shit. <laughs> we work too hard. Some might say you work too hard on this. <laughs> so it's um, it, g- and- g- give a dollar or like uh, fuck you. Give, give more money to us. <laughs> give us more money. Last, last but not least, if you give us $5 on the Patreon, you get Pop Town Funk, a podcast where my wife and I <laughs> yeah. um, roll random Funko Pops and have to watch uh, movies Sorry, and shit. Correction, um, sub- subject yourself just to. <laughs> yeah. We uh, watched two terrible Guardians of the Galaxy movies. We watched a terrible James Bond movie. We're about to watch a fairy tale movie. I hope it's better. <laughs> I hope you're sick of it too. Please don't stop this format because it's fun. But also, dear God, be kind to yourself. <laughs> please stop the. Please advise. Please advise. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, uh, that's it from us. We'll be back next time. Peace. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Holy fuck, I have to pee. <laughs>